Brother Thumb. All right, Black African Power family, what's good? What's happening? A well-organized lie defeats a disorganized truth. Every time? Woo, wait, man, we got one of them good shows, man. We got, man, Brother brother Chuck Morgan, right? We're going to be discussing the wapinisms. It's going to be a real, real good show. You know, people have been asking a lot of questions, and they're trying to really figure it out. Let me let me put this in there real quick. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So we... Hold on, let me let me mute this out. All right, so it's gonna be a real powerful show. You know, get them good answers in. Uh, I think correct information is always important because pseudoisms is was really killing the community, man. It's kind of like taking a lot of our lives. Uh, for those who get caught up in cults and stuff like that, man. You know, it's good to have right information. So I spent five years um, in the Wapian camp. Uh, I think I came in under the Wapo. Um, uh, it was a lot of good information and then a lot of pseudo information and it was strangely mixed and so just because you're in a cult don't mean all the information is going to be crazy and whacked out. What it does mean is you got to be careful and understand what it is you're doing exactly and so you know brother Chuck uh, brother Ujao, what's good Ujao? I'm Ross squad up, Chef Matanesh what's good with you? Hey brother how you feeling today? I said Ujao I ain't even said you Chuck, hold on Chuck you the special guest <laughs> you special, special guest. Where you at, Joe? Where you at? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm Ross Squad. Yeah, and uh, I think you know a lot of people have been been talking about um, Nuwapu, Doctor York, Doctor Malakazi York, Padnabab, Yanun, and all the uh, et al uh, names that he is known by and uh, called. And yeah, so I think you know discussions about it um, are long overdue. Especially um, by people who are in the know to actually discuss the you know different subjects. I've seen a lot of questions, a lot of back and forth debating. I've seen you know um, on both sides people who on both sides of pseudo offense, pseudoism, and then people are accusing pseudo and things like that. So, but it's a lot of it's a lot of people who are uh, don't really know what they're talking about um, that speak on these things. So I think you know a good topic to discuss would be that by people who who know. Especially with uh, Chuck Morgan, um, dealing with the Nuwapianism dot uh, com website and all the information on there, I've seen people uh, dodge that website. I mean, it's almost like you know, it's like a, a plague. People are really, really dodging it. So mm-hmm. good to have the brother on. Okay, all right, uh, Magi Archers, man, economic program, man. Y'all can go to Amaral Squad dot uh, org and get you the Magi, man. Get his books and all that, man. What's going what's going on, brother Smash? How you doing? What's up with it? Uh, I'm a rock squad up. Mad archers in the building. Just chilling, what's going on? Ain't nothing, man. Just go ahead and get this powerful show. You know how we always have good information, man. So we're gonna let uh man, what is that noise in the background? What's that? Is that me? Nah, that's my phone. I got people calling me left and right. right. Sorry. What did I tell you? Yeah, uh-huh. Uh oh, ain't no Chuck Rigo live. <laughs> Let me uh, turn this turn this thing off. I'm just gonna mute it out. Hold on. Yeah. All right. Oh, there you go, Chuck. Okay. All right. All right, man. So you know we got man. Y'all already know we got brother Chuck, man. Uh, man, talk to us, Chuck. Uh, you know, give us a little introduction and why do you feel like you qualified to <laughs> deal with this subject matter. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I spent five years in the New Watkins. 
uh, you know, visiting the land back and forth. Uh, so that's why I'm here, just to really disseminate information. But I, you know, specifically you, you're coming on. And what's your qualifications to being able to be, to speak on this matter, Chuck? Are you just a crazy guy making stuff up, or are you really qualified to give us the information we're looking for? Oh, I like to think that I got a little bit of experience in this field. Um, I came into this thing back in 1989, and um, when we first went up to meet with Dr. York um, on a personal level, that was the first time that I actually met him when I was in Baltimore. And um, I had been kind of, we got kind of close in terms of um, um, the way that I would do classes and, you know, going outside of the norm with the radio show. Um, I guess he took a liking to that because prior to that, a lot of people didn't even dare to go outside of that little box that we had with um, the communities where you have the question and answer classes. Uh, the average person wouldn't go on a radio show or a video show and really put themselves out there like we did with the uh, the whole question and answer format. Mm. So as time progressed, um, you know, with the community and some of the art that I did, um, you know, I made some connections with him and we stayed in contact. And it really blossomed um, around 1996, 95-96, and when we would do um, radio call-in shows to these Christian uh, radio stations. And, you know, we would ask questions from the books. And mm -hmm. I guess, you know, at that time, you didn't really have the Internet as as um, valuable oh. as it is now. You see? So I was hold coming on. strictly from Hold the on books. for a minute, Chuck. Mm -hmm. You the ones on those tapes from the radio stations, you were going there, uh, uh, Scriptures Unlimited? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Baltimore. Yeah, no, listen to me. That's the more better, the more better man show. Better, <laughs> yeah. More better man, yeah. Hey, they was the best joints. Now they mm -hmm. you should be killing them with that. As a matter of fact, I kind of recommend some of them tapes right now. You yeah. feel me? Yeah, that was some good information you put out. Go ahead, though, Chuck. It was interesting because with that whole um, setup, initially. When you would do the show, it was myself and a young lady I was with. Right. Uh, we would just call in, just randomly wake up in the middle of the night, you know, and just call the show. And once that happened, I sent some of the tapes down to uh, headquarters. And, um, you know, York liked it. He was all, you know, he just said, give me some more. Right. You and they wanted me. more. And we right. was doing it from 12 midnight to 6 a.m., debating, arguing with uh, Rick and uh, whomever else it would be, Israeli right. church. We just stretched it out. So what York did was he eventually trans he put the, the audio, you know, chopped it up, edited it, and then started releasing um, tapes and CDs. Yeah, I, I got think it was about 11 of them in, in, in uh, total. And I, I didn't know anything about it until people started telling me that they were releasing tapes because we took some photos for the cover. And uh, I thought it was just going to be um, me and a bunch of other people. And then he just started trying to blow it up. And it was like, you know, Larry, Dr. Larry Morgan, this, Dr. That. So it culminated into this uh, radio show that we had. It was uh, myself, Jonathan Johnson, and someone else. And um, he was trying to set up a second triad of Atom Ray. You know? mm. So he was going to have one in the north, one in the south. So... Um, being as though my relationship with York 
grew. He would call me. Um, I would go down. I'd be able to talk with him. You know, it became like a, a real friendly, strong, friendly relationship. So, you know, he would give me some some bit parts of information, how to elaborate on this, what you do here. One of the things that I do remember that always stood out was there was a, the triad had just done something on a Sunday, and there was a Minty Hotel, um, Haru Hotel, Kansu, all these guys were all sitting around the pool. And, um, you know, he was listening. He said, I listen to the show. I listen to what you're doing. And then he said, you don't have to be right. You just have to sound like you know you, what you're talking about. Hmm. So when he said that, I kind of took it back, and it's like, wow, so I can just lie all I want <laughs> as long as I sound good saying it. <laughs> you know? So that kind of had me scratching my head because I thought it was all about, you know, truth. Amazing. It's truth. Mm -hmm. and so, so that really um, kind of, that started my, um, my doubts for mm -hmm. the most part. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I didn't get out of the organization officially or break off and just let it go until around 2011 because when he was uh, going through different jails before he got convicted, we stayed in contact through the um, um, letters. Right. And um, he was like, keep the show going. I'm, I'm loving what you're doing. Keep it going. Keep my name out there. Letting the people know, you know, I'm going to be home soon. Da, 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 da. And um, I think one of the last letters that I got from him was that I was telling him that people are um, you know, sad to see him go, and it was more like a depressing uh, kind of letter on his situation. And uh, he, he was kind of irritated, I can tell, from the writing. He said, um, y'all act like I'm dead, you know. And, you know, he said a few other things in, in the letter, and uh, I, after that, I really didn't hear too much more from him. And plus, um, I think that uh, he was going get, get, about to get that whole trial thing set up, um, get get started, so he didn't have um, any more that much more access to me. So I didn't break off because of any um, disgruntledness that people claim. You know, me and the brother were fine. He never did anything to me. He, he gave me gifts. He um, gave me you know books and stuff. When I had a store in Baltimore, he gave me all kinds of stuff. He said, "Yeah, it like um, I think it was like six thousand dollars worth of supplies, which was nice." You know, and um, but ironically, when you would think that you once you get it from them, it's a gift. Then, then the office started um, um, saying that I need to start making installment payments mm. <laughs> on, on that money wow. on the, for the for the product. So, mm -hmm. do am I qualified? I, I'm just someone that was within the organization. Um, I built a little um, infamy there for some, and. I know what I'm talking about, and I try to always back it up with quotes, um, book references, um, audio recordings, video, so where people can see it. So it's not Chuck saying this, you know. I'm just trying to share a counter to what the organization in its current form may want to keep going because of what I'm seeing with all this uh, Potteract and. Um, or these actual facts. A lot of the stuff that you previously wrote, they want to disown it. At the same time, they want to claim that he wrote 500, 600 books, all these other books. So if he wrote all of these books, right, why don't you acknowledge the content of those books and some of the statements that he's made, like Pickle Man? <laughs> you know? When that, hold on, 
Wait a minute. Man, what about Pickle Man? Come on, man. What about Pickle Man, yo? Okay, I think it was the brother um um Malik. I can't remember his name, but he was he was just drilling the weapons wherever he would go on this uh Pickle Man thing. And York made a few references to it in um um a couple of books in his extraterrestrial in his extraterrestrial I don't know. In his extraterrestrial books, um that uh, Supreme Mathematics series, and he was talking about uh how um the predator from the movie the creature from the Black Lagoon and Pickle Man. These are supposed to be and okay. The way he set it up was um, I don't I can you can go to the website newwapenism.com, which was set up to address for the most part the inconsistencies, the plagiarism, the uh, right knowledge gone wrong, and the holy tablets on that site. In in addition to the uh, the case and trial, so. He put an image up of someone that he labeled Pickle Man. And in all my years of dealing with it and building with brothers, we never talked about it. It never came up. And I think it's for obvious reasons, because if the whole Nwapo thing was about uh, evidence, experience, and reason, you know, with the sons right and daughters, yeah, how do you substantiate that? Now, that's just one of a, a plethora. Of, of nonsensical teachings that he brought forth. And so when people go off on this thing about he was one of the wise, I quote, the wisest man in the Western Hemisphere, how do you account for something like Pickle Man, the Predator, uh, people being able, black folk being able to fly because we had wings, mm. you know, um, bats being able to, well, bats being the, the byproduct of um, uh, birds and rats. Mm. See, so oh, all right, right, right. That right. say that again, Chuck. Say that one okay. more time. One, one of the questions, time. the one of the questions is, mm. how did the cat? I'm sorry, how did the bird and rat mate to produce the bat? York has mm. never explained it. York has never elaborated on it. Most of the many of these these strange things that you find in the publications, York never talked about publicly. Mm. Never, he didn't touch it. Mm. He would make loose fitting references to a book. He said we we popping some powerful information in this book, but he never explained any of this stuff. And for the most part, a lot of folks, if you ask those types of questions, you ran the risk of being cut off from whatever tabernacle you came from. Because if you're going to cut, like I give you an example. When we would leave D.C. or Baltimore, if you go down to Georgia or upstate at the time, you had to ask the right type of question. Mm. You couldn't ask questions about uh, this spooky, spacey stuff that he was talking about. I remember plenty of guys who used to come to the classes would always ask these questions. They were claiming themselves to be Melchizedek's brother. You know? So it, you couldn't go down there asking those types of questions. You had to ask something that was like out of a book or something that was more down to earth. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, you know what, I, I agree with you. Let, let me kind of spin back a little bit to those more better classes. And I think okay. it's a classic example of um, uh, Malachi York using the talent around him mm -hmm. and making it seem as if it was him that was kind of 
you know, disseminating that information. And I find that very interesting because I can go get some of the tapes right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. they, that's what I learned from. They, they were some of the best tapes. They said any reaction, interaction with the Christians and mo and all that. And, and it was a, a, trust me, maybe we should do a couple of them classes like that. <laughs> you, you know, yeah. all jokes aside, in the Bible class that I be doing, you know, so mm -hmm. people can get kind of a, a working foundation of what the Bible is and how you was working it. But the point I want to really make is, 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 is how I thought from the outside looking in, right? That that was that that you had act that was Malachi York's thing right there. So to come to find out, right, that it was really you and your invention. You know what I'm saying? In Baltimore, you know that's a that's a hell of a revelation right there. You yeah. feel? But that's but that's how he did it all the time. Like say for instance, like say if I take credit for uh, Smash Rockwell's book, right, mm -hmm. the Magi, mm -hmm. the Handbook mm -hmm. for Cons Community, and then take credit for Ujao's book. You know right. what I'm saying? Begin God Meta Nature. You mm -hmm. feel me? Take credit mm -hmm. for Assad's work. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of like what he did. He took the best minds around him and used their stuff and incorporated made it seem like that's what it was. See, I recognize that he used the team, right? He used mm -hmm. the team but gave himself exclusive credit. Exactly. That's a bunch of crap. And I think people need to really know that. You know what I'm saying? They need to really mm -hmm. take a real good hard look at that. And, and I think that's a, a lovely place for us to start. So basically, you can see that Malachi York actually took the talents of other people and incorporated it and made it seem like he was the smartest guy in the world. And the truth was, it was the people around him. I just yeah. kind of want to stay right there and let's talk on that a little bit, Chuck. Yeah, that was there was a whole lot of brothers who did research, who um, like there was one brother, uh, Mental Hotel. People know him as Sadiq, uh, one of right. the triad guys. All right, he would um, spend nights just studying studying and he got into this matrix book it was, um, there was a matrix series and uh, he would bring it down and uh, you know York would get kind of irritated by it and then he, he started receiving questions based on the book and right, then he okay. would direct he would direct those questions to that brother you know he's the one bringing that kind of stuff you know right. so when it got to a point where York um, was off balance because of the lines of questions that may not be from his publications okay. He was thrown completely off and didn't really know how to respond. Or he'll give you the uh, what we used to call in the community um, the the runaround or the getaway, where you you, you <laughs> ask a question and then he'll take you all the way around I mean, something forget. that's not even relevant. And then by the time you come back, you don't even remember. What you, oh, oh, okay. And he answered my question. Oh, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, man. Listen, that was Malachi York's strong point: the ability to tell stories. His his ability, and he be like sitting there saying, but, and you know, I, I'm very astute. I listen a lot, right? Real focused. And I'm like, he didn't answer the damn question. But the story was so goddamn good, you'd be like, ah, hell with it. But you're yeah. right. You hit it right on the nose. Absolutely. Yeah. But go ahead, Chuck. Yeah, and so um, with the show, one of the sisters would call me and would tell me that, yeah, um, Baba, he um, is really loving the show that you're doing up there. Because we would send these things that we would do them um, Saturday, sometimes Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Because Mo Better Man, it was good for the ratings on his show. Yeah, and yeah. I know they was off the chain. I know it yeah. was. Yeah, I mean, especially that hour in the morning. So when we would send these things down, and these these were some long takes. So he chopped yeah. up multiple and made right. just a, a massive series of these things That's and right. got paid off it because I didn't receive any compensation monetarily. Right. But it's all right. But that was, part of his, that was part of his thing. And um, I would, gi I would give him... Oh, yeah. I remember <laughs> Brother telling me y'all being pimping. I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. 
But um, yeah, in, in retrospect, what can you say? So um, books um, from Zachariah Sitchin's um, Earth Chronicle series, I mean, he really stretched that out around um, early 1990s when he started talking about um, the Anunnaki and Viru. So let's talk that, about that. So that wasn't that was his a, own invention. That was basically based off of the Zachariah Sitchin series. I heard that before. That came. That definitely came out of um, the Zachariah Sitchin's model because literally, if you go to the website, um, we have one question: um, um, Why does Malachi York um, plagiarize or is Zachariah Sitchin one of the one of the masters who guides Dr. York's pen? Mm -hmm. Because you, I have side by side from from book to book. All right, hold on. That's on the website. Hold on for a minute, uh, Chuck. Yeah. That's on your website. Yeah. Send me the link so I can put the link in it. Is it working? Is it operational? Is it somebody? Oh yeah, everything is up. We got it. Uh, all this, all the bugs and uh, <laughs> all the attacks have been uh, removed. Yeah, give me the website so I can put it in the chat room so the people can kind of get that and we can kind of direct them to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're gonna have to do this. We're gonna have to do this Malachi Yoke series. We're gonna have to do it. You know, yeah. just to and it ain't no bashing. We just giving them a good look because I, you know, I, I didn't personally know him. I'm not gonna sit up here and lie like everybody like they met. You no, know, but I did sit and listen to his classes. I was there one on one classes right there listening. Right. You know, a mm -hmm. rubber bunt. You know what I'm saying? Was my was my primary teacher, you know, on in Auburn Avenue, all eyes on Egypt bookstore on yeah. Auburn Avenue, right? Right. You know, so right. I, I learned, you know, my primary teaching that was Brother Bun. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna sit up here in front like York was. I ain't gonna lie. You know, a lot of people try to act like that. You know what I'm saying? So no, that's not it. But but yeah, give me that web, send it to me on the Facebook. So I okay. kinda put my I think with all these windows I have open and the um the video, it's kinda uh, slowing my computer down. All right. But uh, I think best I can. So um, right, with going. that, mm. with that, um, he built a whole series, mm -hmm. and his his whole doctrine shifted. Now keep in mind, this all started after he was unceremoniously removed from New York. And now some people say, well, no, he wasn't. He wasn't chased out. But when Bilal Phillips wrote that book, The Answer of Cult in America, everything changed. All the, those sisters who were with him in the office, and everybody will tell you that. That's when everything changed, and he went up to Monticello up in the mountains where he called Jazza Abba. So what happened? Started, Hold on. What about the book? Let's talk about what, what about the book? Um, well, the book, The Ansar Cult in America, it was um, a Muslim uh, named Bilal Phillips who, okay. who um, took it upon himself to write a book with folks who um, aided him. On exposing York, uh, what he taught, who he was, his uh, bogus um, upbringings and origins, etc. So the book again became really popular, and it opened the door to everything. He talked about the green room. He talked about, I believe, I'm not sure, but I think he talked about the sisters being on welfare because when you had to move in the community, at least when I when we moved in, on uh, the, the young lady that I was with. You had to um, immediately go on welfare. You get the In food stamps. Yeah, get the food stamps. Um, yeah, and um, I remember from what she was telling me, said that when they went down in in groups, they used to refer to them as the as the holy whores. Mm. <laughs> yeah, because wow. you know, yeah, that's how it was. So uh, he put all this information in the book, and there are a lot of points in the book that York never touches upon. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know people can can 
take from that and see if he was being sincere or not. But um, yeah, the book was was pretty solid, and he wrote a rebuttal book to various points of Bilal Phillips's book. And I always recommend people to go to the uh, SR Cult Rebuttal to the Slanderers because in that book you have like a a, a bio, Yorks's own personal bio from himself. Oh, you talking about the book we was having? That book? Um, that yeah, book the, I, I had, the one I got. That um, yeah, the answer of a, a big fat book he was giving away for free at one time. I don't got that one. I got you know the one I had uh, a couple weeks ago. I showed you that that classic joint. Yeah, yes, the, um, the, the answer I call. The that's the one. Okay, all right, all right, all right, yeah. all right. You could, all right, I got you. I'm gonna go show yeah, you. I mean, it's online. I mean, you you can find it. How how can I send you this um link? Just send it to your um Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Send it to Facebook. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, I got that book. I got that book with a young yeah, yoke on it. I got that. I recommend that book because um mm -hmm. a lot of the things that he would say after the fact, like um he was saying that he was teaching um Nawapo in nineteen sixty six, sixty seven. 1967, you know, that's nowhere in his book. Matter of fact, you don't even find the word. Matter of fact, nowhere do you find him having any teachings related to what we see today as the reference point where Nwapians say, well, he, he was writing before Zachariah Sitchin. Because people say, well, no, Zachariah Sitchin plagiarized from him. Correct. Because he was writing um, the... Um, um, what was the book called? Um, Bible interpretations and explanations and nine ball back in the 1960s, and that was supposed to be him. But in the rebuttal book, he doesn't mention anything about Amanubi Akta. He doesn't mention anything about uh, having any book series prior to that, because according to him, when he told us, and you still find it even in the rebuttal book, he was going in and out of jail in mm. the 60s. Mm. You see, and he was also just according to him. Just getting out of the whole State Street mosque with uh, Sheikh Daoud now. Yeah. Mm. So there's a there's a the number of inconsistencies within that time frame of 1967 to 1970. Now of course he'll tell you that in 1970. Yeah, I'm sending you that link now. In 1970, that was when he um, officially opened the um, the Ansar um, charter in um, uh, I think it was Coney Island and then um, relocated to Brooklyn. But uh, again. Nowhere does he talk about the stuff that we hear New Wapians saying today of him um, having any prior books, especially on said topics of um, New Wapo, which will be the science of sound right reasoning. Mm. You know, and that's it. That's critical, I think, because he's he within the answer call book. He's giving you his history, his family, where he was born, when he started his official teachings. All the stuff, yeah, and I I can't rec I can't stress enough for people to go and um, you know check that book with their book out. It's online now. I think it's on scribs.com. Oh, okay. All right. And it's okay. free. You can just look at it and you can make the comparison. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's man. That's wow. I got that book, man. Matter of fact, I got that book when I was locked up. I don't even know how I got the damn book. I was <laughs> locked up. In some kind of way, I just picked that book, you know what I'm saying? And I didn't realize that that was York on that book. I promise you that. Well, you know, very, very interesting right there. Oh, what, very the, um, oh, with, um, when he was going under um, um, Reverend Dwight York, Imam Issa. That, that thick one. That thick yeah, one we okay. just was talking about. Right, yeah? because after that, and this is what had happened during that period, right after Balakovas did the book, uh, everything switched up, and he started writing a, a bunch of books on Sunni Islam. 
Okay, right. And he would put out uh, little uh, tracts and flyers like Christian, you know, you pass them out. You know, um, is Islam the Antichrist um, attacking Bilal Phillips? He put a heavy emphasis on Bilal Phillips and the whole religious doctrine. So today when people are out and say, why do you spend so much time talking about Dr. York and attacking the Wapians? So I always try to reverse the logic and say, well, why did York spend so much time on Bilal Phillips and Sunni Islam? Did he have a problem? Was there some kind of mental disorder that you're accusing me of? You know, so you try to try to keep try to show the inconsistencies in their logic and reverse it on them because anything that they try to label towards me, I could just simply well, this is what York did. Hmm. You because know, because one one fella did a um, a video where he was attacking what he called the slanderers, and uh, he was talking about well, uh, talk about plagiarism, Chuck. Morgan, what he does is he, in the opening of his website, he uh, has verbatim the whole setup of how York, when he started the 360 questions to ask various groups, he's using word-for-word plagiarizing. How can, how can he talk to accuse York? That's exactly why I did it. I did it exactly the way he would do it. And I tell you, this is how it's done. So everything that I'm doing with the website, with the formulation of questions and answers, um, how we start the whole opening up, is based on his format. So I'm trying to stick to it from how I learned from him and the way that he instituted it in classes and in some of his publications so that they'll see that, okay, you're going to have to play according to his rules because he laid the foundation for you. You know what? I mean, that was a hell of a system of learning, though. We Right, wrong, or goddamn indifferent. The way he did the books, the whole not the whole system of you... Now that shit was now imagine if that was something that was really directing uh, uh towards actually helping the greater uh, uh populace with uh correct information. Now how would that have worked out? Go 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 figure that one out instead of for one man's game. You feel me? And yeah. I find that to be very, very damn interesting. In today's new opinions, they're really uneducated. Most of the guys most of the guys that I see or the ladies that are talking now, these are people who weren't even involved with the organization. Yes, They've never been around York. They've read a few books. They may have seen a few things online. They'll go to uh, this website or that website. They don't really know don't the know. infrastructure of how the organization was structured, how York taught what. Because even when he did teach, when we would come down on, um, on, like on Wednesdays and pick up supplies, you know, if he's around, he may give a bill. And then he'll elaborate on something and he'll try to get, this is what you tell them. You know, no proof. That was always the big issue. You just elaborate on what he said, but you don't offer evidence to support mm. what you're saying. And that was always one of his key uh, commentaries in like the uh, Set the Record Street book where he talks about they make statements and, and sayings, but they don't show the quotes or they don't show the proof of the evidence to support what they're saying, which puts mm -hmm. people in the same mindset of religious people. Correct. So there's, there's, there's a constant inconsistency. He'll say one thing one way, one day, then he'll switch it up. Mm -hmm. you know? Now people will try to justify it and, and try to give it excuses, but these this shows that this person either wasn't correct there was someone else who's um, found out something else and they wanted to elaborate on another area or he'll just disavow anything he said previously on another topic. You know? 
So a lot of the publications that we see now, I don't know how they're getting them, but these letters that were sent to various people, you know, the stores or the uh, administration, how whatever form they're in now, they'll just stress these things out, um, start adding little bit parts in it, and um, give you something of a new doctrine when if you really look at what's in the current publications, it's really a lot of the old information that's been altered a little. Correct. You know, Correct. And that's something I've, I've, I've been noticing because some people have said, well, how come you never, um, you're still talking about old doctrine. We've passed those schools way back when. I said, no, I'm looking at the stuff that you're reading now and I'm still seeing it. When I'm seeing this thing about the dog, the cat, and the rat. Right. Right. That's Same in thing. the that's in the pot to rat. Yeah. And it's mm -hmm. still as spooky. Only thing that's changed is words. Um, um innovations in the language that he's using that he's as referring to as Nawapi. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's still the same. Mm -hmm. And so Nawapians who are the neo Nawapians, latter day Nawapians, <laughs> you know, they're kinda stuck in this 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 uh tunnel right now. And with Nawapianism.com this is, it's not necessarily directed towards them personally. My thing is, look, this is for a broader audience. Anyone who's familiar with this Nwapianism thing or this Nwapo thing and Dr. York, go to the site. There are some questions. They are loaded with visuals, quotes, references. So you can go to it yourself. Because when he said, don't believe me, check it out. I said, don't believe me. Here it is. Mm -hmm. And you can verify it by going to the publication because they are still in circulation. You can't say that you can't find them. Hmm. Used to kill, I'm going to give him they used to kill that religion, though, boy. 360 questions to ask a Muslim. <laughs> 360 questions to ask a Hebrew. They be some good ones, though. You agree or disagree? There were some, some good ones. I'm not going to lie. But then at the same time, there are some, some parts in there where you can see that what you're just as guilty as saying that what they're guilty of. You're offering no evidence. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. But yeah. you wouldn't know that, though. That's the point. You wouldn't and know that. You and wouldn't that's know. Where, that's where the study came in. But because York was releasing so many publications at, at one time, you didn't have time to go back and check this and check that, especially if you were inside. If you were teaching this stuff, you didn't go back and check this. You had to go through these books. Oh, here come the new jewels. When the brother yeah. will come back down from come back from Georgia, and he got new books. He got like five new books. Let me get all of that. You're not mm -hmm. studying them. You just want to have them. Have them because people are gonna buy them. The shit was going like hotcakes, man. I remember that. It, yeah. <clears throat> I tell you what, man. It, it caused me to read, though. You know, at oh, that yeah. point, I, I, really I give him that. I give him and credit. And it made me sit down and read. It's a trip. You got, you know, what I mean, it's real, I mean, the whole thing is interesting, though, Chuck. And I think the thing that's really interesting is, man, when, when we think of a cult, we think of everything as being crazy and negative. But, but some kind of way, he kind of, he kind of, you know, like rolled that line back and forth. You know, and we that, know we end up getting that. That's the interesting part. How he did and, that, though. And that was the hook because that's the he, hook. He can lure you in on some general information that you can access it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I heard about that. And then he can elaborate, he can stretch it out, mm -hmm. but not offer anything to support it. And then right. you're thinking, the psychology is you're thinking, oh wow, that answers the question to that. But it doesn't offer evidence. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that was his, that's how he lured you in by giving you a little bit of truth here and a whole lot of untruths there. 
You, you know what? That, you're right, Chuck. Now that I think back on it, it was a lot of misinformation being disseminated. I mean, a whole lot. If you was really up on your study game, you could have bust that out. And they never wanted you to question it. I mean, I used to get in trouble routinely in arguments, you know, with brothers in the, uh, in the lodge. You know, like, mm -hmm. why are you questioning that? Why are you reading other books? I mean, I had, like, uh, she got the book I'm reading. You right. don't need to read other books. I say, well, goddamn. I'll never forget the book. Uh, uh, what was the book? Um, the Egyptian joint. He had some uh, references. That was one of the ones he started putting references in. Mm -hmm. So I just got the books that he had in the reference. I was like, damn, I'm reading the goddamn books he had in the reference. You know, I'm yeah. trying to think of the name of the goddamn. Oh, uh, uh, ancient Egypt and the pharaohs. Nah, Science of, of the pyramids. No, not that kind. You know, the little, little thick ones. You know what I'm talking about? Not the thin ones. But okay. Like let's okay, like I got the newer. Millennium huh? No, I got like let's the set the record straight. Hold on, let's set the record straight. And the and the up what's the other one before that? The Egyptian book. Damn. Um He got the stat he had the stat. I hold on, let me get hold on. Go ahead, keep talking, Chuck. I'm gonna go <laughs> grab it off my library. Hold on. Okay. Um well yeah, so um a lot of those publications he was um, conflicted because at one point he started venturing into this whole Sumerian dialogue with, with us and then it started becoming released on audio and videos and then he made a shift and started going into the Egyptian thing. And what's funny now is that guys are talking about, well, you're talking about Sumer and all that. That was one of the schools we passed. But now, yes, all he's got a lot of, in, the, in the publications now. So he's, he's, he's not consistent in his position on one school of thought because even when – one thing I find that when Nawapians always say that he taught us these different schools. He took us through the three degrees, Islam, Christianity, and Judaism, okay, and then they're going up this ladder, etc. But when he was in 1990 in Jaza Abba in upstate, he was talking about at this point there's no more religion. You know, this all about right knowledge. It's right Nawapo. And that's something that's going to come later down the road. And as we went further and further down the road within that 1990s era, he reverted back into the Christianity that he uh, talked so, so bad about. And this is on the uh, audio. It was two, two audios that came out, uh, two of his last uh, classes on Tamaray, where it was, uh, you want to question me? and I taught you. On that CD, you can hear you're embracing the whole Christian concept on how um, he was watching the um, he was watching the uh, Word Channel and on the Word Channel uh, a preacher was talking then he stopped and looked in the camera and he said I'm talking to you Malachi and then York said that he stepped back and said this, this brother's talking about me and then at this point he accepted uh, Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior and it's on the audio I posted it on the website I have the transcripts from it and I asked people to go to it and check it out but Nawapians in their fear of having to deal with this I, I don't know why they're, they're afraid of it because the whole thing that we were taught is you had to answer questions but here York is talking about Christianity and Jesus and Jesus of 2,000 years ago was real and one of the conspiracies is to say that he wasn't a real person of 2,000 years ago and then mm -hmm. they're still making excuses on well he said that because that was down in the Christian Bible Belt and that was for them down there no 
That's what he was saying and telling us inside and out. And even yeah. uh, Kathy Johnson was had a, was talking to me about that, and he, she was saying that he really started embracing that. And I, in my opinion, this is opinion now, he was already aware that um, the kids were talking about what was taking place uh, with the sex allegations, and um, it's almost as if like people who, when they get into this um, this fear that they're going to be arrested soon, they try to change the uh, their whole image. And so he started, um, you know, embracing the Christianity thing, and I'm and uh, talking about how he um, uh, he started in Wapo, and I was really comfortable in Egyptology, but uh, I'm accepting Jesus. And, and and what's the problem with that? And anyone who tries to tell you, look to your to your neighbor or your brother and sit next to you, and if he tries to tell you that's that he, that's not what I mean, get away from that brother. Mm. So this is after the whole Nuwapo thing, right knowledge, uh, Christianity, the whole series, the God series where God misinterpreted and um, is there a God? Does God need religion? Uh, is God a wimp? All this stuff. I mean, these were all money-making gimmicks that made York a multi-millionaire. The books made York a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, here you go. Here you go. <laughs> here you go one of the books that made him a millionaire. Oh yeah, Jesus that was, that, oh, Now yeah, yeah. that yeah, book yeah, is yeah. it's interesting. You pull that one up. Um, yeah, that one. That about. one. Yeah, that was a book that he wanted me to promote on the radio station because when we started dealing, when we were debating Christians, okay, uh, the brothers from the Israeli church uh, would have classes on radio in Baltimore. So I figured, okay, let me start, let me tap over here and see, start dealing with them. So I started calling in and questioning them on some of the stuff they teach. And so there's a, I forget which page, I think it's 237, I'm not sure. Um, he put up a lot of the questions or the comments in that book is based on some of the uh, things that were being said by the Israeli church. And one of them was that um, uh, Abraham taught the Egyptians arithmetic. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what find it in the book, but yep, go ahead. That's it. That's because I didn't. I, he gave me a, a different copy because a lot of the, I was proofreading a lot of the books. Okay. So. Um, you know, we, we, if there's any errors, I let them know and then we correct them. And so I never really got that particular um, edition. So mm -hmm. from what I hear, he um, put it in a book, mm -hmm. and he was he's, he's telling me this is what you go to them and ask them to explain how did they how did Abraham um, teach the Egyptians arithmetic when the Egyptians had this and that prior, etc. Cetera, et cetera. So it's yeah. in the book. So right. um, that book was something that uh, I promoted for him in the north, and um, he um, had me speak at the, uh, I forget which year, but it was one of the Nawapu balls. Uh, the triad had uh, come on after me, and um, I came up, um, Larry Morgan, you know, talking about the uh, Jesus Found in Egypt book. And, um, you know, going on the radio and pushing it, and, you know, it, it generated some serious funds. Yes, it made him rich. <laughs> Those books made him rich. Look, yeah, you know what's funny? On page uh, nine, right, you'll see Malachi York, he'll use a uh, Dr. Ben reference, right? Yeah. That's interesting, right? He talks about uh, just add the letter Ta Ta uh, to the name Mary, and you get Ta Mary. And that's yeah. another way to spell uh, Egypt and Egyptian, Ta Mary or, or Ta Mare. It's a read Abu symbol. 
to Giz, I mean to Giz by Joseph Benyakin. Right here. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's you interesting. That's interesting. Ain't that interesting? Yeah, yeah. because as, as you know, just like with the videos that we have on YouTube, yeah. um, how he would um, disparage Dr. Ben, Dr. Clark, and anybody yeah. else who was going up against him at that time. Yeah, um, yeah, he was, yeah. I was when I was in DC. Uh, he was he would ask because um, I knew the brother um, Mark Thompson um, right. at WOL Radio, and. Um, Doc, you know, Mark Thompson and Dr. Ben were real close. He would always have uh, Dr. Ben on his show, and you know, he he was um you know really close with Dr. Ben. So he was asking me, "Can I talk to um, uh, Mark and get a word through him to Dr. Ben to come down to Tamil Ray, so that he could see what we built down there?" Hmm. But Dr. Ben, as I talked to on Mark, he was saying that you know Ben was like, "Man, I don't have nothing to do with that man. That man talked bad about me." Yeah, yeah, he said that. So, life, yeah, he got shut. He got shot down quick with that, and I had to tell him that. And uh, what was funny about that? Um, York had this knack for using people to his yep. advantage. So yep. he would have. Um, I give you a couple examples. All right. Great um, at it. it was great right, at it. Uh, Jesse Jackson was going through his southern um, tour where was he was he was registering people to vote. Mm -hmm. Right. So. Um, York had got somebody to contact uh, his office and uh, invite them on to Tamil Right. Yeah. For the voter to get people to, to register to vote. I was there. Now, what happened was York wasn't there. He was there on the land, but he didn't show up face to face. What happened was, because for years York had already talked about um, um, Jesse Jackson having been implicated in Martin Luther King's assassination, etc. But um, he. It got one of the brothers, I think it was Harold Hotel, to encourage uh, Jesse to put on one of the fezes. Now, yeah. Jesse didn't put the fez on, but what they did was he was a, he put it like this, and then he didn't put it all the way on. So in the uh, newspaper that came out after that, about a month later, you see a Photoshop of the fez on Jesse Jackson's head saying that Jesse Jackson is an Iraqian. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, it, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he did that to uh, Al Sharpton. Uh, yep. He did it to Leonard Jeffries. Now, Dr. Leonard Jeffries came down one night, and he started elaborating on um, uh, how uh, he liked Tamil Ray and he loved what um, you know what, what the Nawapians were doing down here, etc. And um, York would eventually come out. York came out, but he did it in such a covert way. He came down, went he behind the seat. He has to drive away. Behind the seat, and thank Leonard Jeffries for showing up. And I left, but he didn't go on stage to talk to Leonard Jeffries or anything like that. No, it's all changed. Look, well, let me show you something real quick. And these right. new these new books started coming out, right? He started having bibliographies in there all of a sudden. Like right. let's set the record straight, right? He has a bibliography, right? Mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. That, that's that, that's something new. He wasn't well, using bibliography. Well, see, you got to keep you got to look at the time frame on that. See what had happened um, when he was moving into the United Nawabia Nation of Moore's gimmick, right? Mm. There were some of the brothers who were his best teachers. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you had. Um, if I can remember some of these guys' names, uh, I, I, what, 
But y'all, if you did, if you, if you if you remember some of the names, I think um one of them was Kurt Kurt um not Kurt Franklin, what was his name? Kurt Kurt Overton. Kurt Overton. Kurt Overton. Now he was a very sharp brother, and um, these guys started looking at the books in study, and they started looking at the pattern of plagiarism from other authors. Hmm. And over time, they came to the conclusion that you know this is kind of bogus, and started asking questions, and the questions led to them kind of having to move on. So they started going on this campaign down in Georgia, um, exposing the plagiarism of York. Hmm. You know, and so. They will make points that well he has no bibliography in the books. Well you can go back and check where is this coming from, where is that coming from? And shortly thereafter, here they come. Bibliography. Mm. Yeah. You know, because at one time they um you know, you didn't have that. You would just have um you would have his books being advertised or future yeah. books to come. That's right. Um but as time progressed, yeah, he he moved on incidences. You know, it was like a precedence. Okay, when they started uh, coming at him, well, you didn't do this. Then he would put it in. Then he started talking about elabor- um, talking about um, Zachariah Sitchin, saying that um, you know, no, Zachariah Sitchin, he started plagiarizing from me because I was teaching back in the 1960s. This this stuff talking about um, uh, Nuwapo and Anunnaki and and Mel- uh, Mar- Murdoch, uh, Enki, Enlil, etc. But you don't find that. Matter of fact, um, even if you read some of the those uh, those publication that wasn't written by York. Some of the things that's written in there, it's not in his doctrine. He didn't talk about that. No. And even if that, and that's another question on the site. Yeah, he didn't even use the book. If you look at the damn references in the book, like let's set the record straight, right? Yeah. He, he talks about Ivan Van Serdema. Uh, they came from Columbus. He's not really using that. No, no, he's not. <laughs> And, no, and that's and, that's funny how he did that. And that's one of the things that, and that's one of the things that um, the Wapians who get caught up in this plagiarized or plagiarism thing, they don't even understand the whole concept of of plagiarism. Period. Mm-hmm. So I try to put definitions out there for them, right. and not even realizing that York will make commentaries that are literally lifted completely off of a publication from someone else, not put in brackets. His words separating his words from another author's words. He just let it stretch all the way through, and just by having, if 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 at best, he'll even put the name of a book in his publication. It's not going to a specific quote. This quote is from this person, page so and so. He doesn't do that. So it, it all came like in the Set the Record Street book, and that whole series dealing with um, Moore's those little newspapers. He doesn't give any of those those um uh those those direct references. There there are some because it was a lot of the sisters who were doing all that typing because York didn't write these books for people who don't know. Oh, you sure he didn't write five three hundred books? Are you kidding? No, me? <clears throat> no. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, there's another question on the on the, the Wapianism.com where uh is the question is asked is does Malachi York is he the author of four to five hundred books? Or is he in the Guinness Book of Records as having four to five hundred books? And of course, you lay out a a a section of how many people are in the Guinness Book of Records on publications because the Wapians say he he is, but he's not. Mm. And, but a lot of the books, um, they're they're just um, dictation. He'll make comments. They'll have a, they'll take one book and then re-release the book with maybe two or three new pages. Correct. And that constitutes as a new book by changing yeah. the cover. Yeah. <laughs> or you'll have other 
people in the community who give who have received the okay to have their name attached to a publication and talk about something no references and then that too is classified as part of his book series mm. or he'll take say you'll look at um say the um uh, the Torah El's Torah El's Injil uh Al Zabur um Holy Tabs all all of that is put into his book series and then they, they they just pile it all on. Not talking about a book that was um someone else's book completely, like um the prophet Khadil Gibran. You know, you take the whole book. Yeah, he took that whole book. And then just put that's his that's another book that he authored. Just like the Circle Seven. The Circle Seven. I got exactly. that. Too. That's considered his publication. Yeah, therefore <laughs> that goes that goes on the pile. He it's took a pile all. Let me ask you this. You familiar with this right here? I bet you don't got this. Black Book Two. I had that book, yeah. The second don't one. I had, yeah, yeah. He gave me that um, when it first came out. Matter of fact, mine was a red cover. What, who and, got the Black Book Two, though, Chuck? Everybody got Black Book One. Come on, man. This no, 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 no. No, the second okay. Black Book. The second Black Book. I was one. Of, I think I was the only one who had it because uh -huh. when I was doing when I was doing a radio show. Uh, he was. Uh, he told me that you need this, so he sent me um, the book, just like the one you have, hmm. that was uh, photocopied. But right, he put a. Right. He had the Shriners emblem with yep. the. It was in color. Okay. So he told me to. He told me to study it, use it whenever you do your show. You know, because if because I started dealing with uh, Moors and you know. Oh, yeah, we didn't, I see. We didn't oh, restrict. You know, Joe got it. Look, is that book? Is that, that? <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's the one I had. <laughs> Now hold up, everybody ain't got these though. Let's keep it real though, Chuck. Yeah, those are books hey, that those this are books. Is the color version for the record. This is the color version. Oh, everybody don't got these. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you we can sell it, we can get some money. Any <laughs> watchers out there, I'm selling this. Five hundred things. <laughs> okay. Now Chuck, uh, man, let's wrap yeah. it up a little bit, man. Let's get a little yeah, one more thing. Let me are you familiar with these books right here? I think he plagiarized out of here, yo. Look, The Nature of Nature by Afro Unu. You made with these? Yeah. Are these? I'm, 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 I'm familiar with the brother who really uh, is going at York on that, on that alone, and I give them applause for all that they're doing. Um, it would be better to talk to one of them in regards to how York is taking from book, excerpts right? from their book because York York was famous for doing that kind of stuff. Yes, yeah, you know did. they have a they have a very strong valid argument in yeah. their favor because again York never talked about this stuff. On one mm -hmm. hand, York said that in a letter he he wrote that he never even he's not uh, Afro, uh, you know the brother who wrote the, the, those books. He said he's not him, and then now now recently he's saying that um. The guys are studied under him. Look, it's right here. You're talking about non ether. Yeah. Non ether is coming from this book right here. Yeah, they talk there. Yeah, they talk about that. Yeah. See, and, and everybody that, think they attributed it to Malachi York, but in this book right here, they're talking about non ether. Yeah. Ethiopians. Yeah. Hey. See? Yeah. This is what, and York started this in 1990. Mm -hmm. That was when he started this stuff. And because he was going on and on, you didn't, you asked questions, but you didn't. You didn't probe too far. Oh, you didn't. How he was saying? Nineteen. What? No. This book was written in nineteen ninety-three. It may have been um, a re-release. Uh, okay. But um, 
Yeah, but yeah, it goes back on to the uh, early, uh, the late, the late, mid to late sixties. With this book, yeah. right? Yeah. Wow. If if that's the one, um, but the, well, I'm talking Bible interpretation and explanations. No, no, this, no, no, this the. Uh, yeah. Now with that publication, this yeah, the that's yeah, that's their, uh, that's their publication, and those you would have to consult with them to be right. able to elaborate on that. That's not my my um expertise. It's crazy. Okay, let's get right into it, man. Up on uh. Let's get it cracking a little bit around here. All right, we had our little uh, honeymoon session. Uh, now, let's deal with uh, uh, Dr. York's son coming on Sarnetta TV, all right, and, <laughs> and, and trying to reintroduce the doctrine to the people. Right. Uh, this is totally unacceptable. Uh, we're mm -hmm. going to stand on the truth around here. It is what it is. So right. basically, let's kind of discuss some of the information he was talking about. Yeah. Kind of talk about that a little bit. What was the, the matter of fact? The young brother wasn't even old enough to even see his father teach like that. No, he wasn't. All right, let's get that straight, right? No, he definitely wasn't. <laughs> but but, but I'll be damned, yo. He did look like the old man, though. You gotta get him that. <laughs> he had it going, well, boy. I know because everybody was a clone of Doctor Yaw. Yeah, that, yeah. That's I mean, that. I went out. Let me tell you something. I was so into York mm -hmm. and and what he taught and how he taught and I wanted to emulate him in every form. I even check this out. I would even bleach my beard when he went through that whole period of having um you know when he used to dye his beard or bleach it, mm -hmm. bleach his mustache and beard. I started doing that and wearing the glasses like his with the string attached to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and when I would do classes, I was Doctor York. Mm. <laughs> And wow. you couldn't you couldn't tell me otherwise because in his thing the way he would say you have to personify me you have to become me you have to you know all that kind of stuff you know and he the liked glasses. that I'm gonna hide the glasses hide the glasses oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was his thing you know or he would do it like that yeah was that way I mean it was comical so the young brother um um uh, you know took it upon himself to wanna step out there and say some things and unfortunately oh the stuff he was saying is like, dude it's right, not there let's deal with five points what's the one point he made well the uh, main point the main point that I, I put out there that he really got upset about as the brother Malik was uh, questioning him when he started uh, talking about um, the Liberian government being sued by York, by York's attorneys. And then when he said that, we looked into it and come to find out all throughout that that um, that issue, they pointed out that this guy was never even issued at something called um, ex-equator, which is something from the, 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 the government that he is to be a uh, diplomat for. He was never issued one to go and do anything. Nor did the United States State Department issue a ex-equator for him on behalf of the Liberian government. So that first part was was they they dismissed that whole lawsuit because you can sue anybody for anything, correct? Is whether you win or not. Mm -hmm. And your that thing was dismissed for lack of anything. It was bogus. It was frivolous. And I you you can only conclude. That that lawsuit was put there purposely to give the impression that, well, we know he lied about being a Liberian diplomat. So by him attempting to sue, and you can come back and say, oh, 
they um, don't want to acknowledge him as being a Liberian diplomat because uh, what he was teaching at the time, and that was against what, um, um, what the Liberians uh, felt that he should be doing. And that's false. That's totally false. Mm. He didn't have anything, because whenever you ask a, a, a Nawapian who talks about this Liberian thing, never ever once do they show any evidence to support it. The only thing that they had early on was um, was a passport. But the passport was a prison photo of York. <laughs> Stop so, so how are you going to have a, pa a Liberian passport when the guy has a photo while he's in jail with the with the orange jumpsuit, <laughs> and that was one of the questions that uh, is on the site. So, um, I, on the, one of the questions asked is um, what evidence is asking the Wapians and Prince York? What is the evidence that you have that proves Dr. York to be a Liberian diplomat? And he goes on, um, meaning his son, one of his sons. He starts going on this 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 tirade about the lawsuit, but never once does he offer any evidence. He didn't even want Oh, you stuck out there, Chuck. Like he froze up. He froze up. Oh, okay, uh, Ujao. Now, uh, until Chuck gets back in there, you froze out, Chuck. All right, what is your qualifications, brother, as far as dealing with that? That matter of the librarian issue. What, you know, what, was you ever involved with the court case at all, Ujao? Oh boy, yeah, I definitely was involved with the court case. Um, anybody that know anybody knows me, I I, I am an ex Wabian, and I lived on the land of a uh, four four Shadedale Road, and um, I was one of the people that worked intimately on Dr. York's uh, legal case from start to finish. I was directly involved with all the attorneys, directly involved with Dr. York himself. Um, I was even his um, minister of record, pastor of record, so I would visit him in all the prisons that he was in, and um, and I visited him under regular visitation. So I was visiting him as a pastor, which was one-on-one -on -one visitations for six hours each visitation, and I was visiting him with other people, um, his relatives and his uh, sibling sister and then other people that were um, on the visiting list. So I had, I had basically double visitation um, privileges and even the other uh, Nuwapians that were working, you know, working to help him and things like that. So as far as this concerned, my qualifications are, you know, I have a direct, I'm, I'm, I have imperial um, dealing, direct dealings with everything. I was privy to every single document, every single court hearing. I attended every single court hearing, uh, even with the uh, planning and zoning prior to the criminal charges, and then all of the criminal uh, proceedings. I think, brother, who's that? Brother, I got muted. Hey, Alvin, who's that? That's you, man. Come on, man. Move your mic out, man. All right, I'm good. So yeah, I mean, you know, I have to get along with it, but uh, I, you know. No, you ain't long. Go ahead. So. So basically, you was what his uh, counsel, his clergy, what? Well, who gave you access? Yeah, for for purposes of, of prison visitations, I was his minister of records. So I was I was on the federal. Um, I, I could actually visit him and other inmates because I I, I went through all the prerequisite um, requirements to become a prison minister. 
so that I can be able to visit him uh, mm -hmm. with you know those privileges. So I'm on record for that, and then but then also a regular visitation. But what qualifies me as far as to speak on any of the legal issues was because I was there for every single legal issue. I was there for all of the different attorneys, all of the different um, meetings we had, all the different court hearings, and um, at you know informing Dr. York of what was and what was not true and things like that. So when it comes, so you know that's my qualification. But when it comes to the to the librarian um, issue, when uh the when uh Ramsey speaks, they call him Prince York, but his name is Ramsey. I mean that's the only name that's the name I know him by. Okay. Um, when he was speaking about it, uh, what what Chuck had mentioned was a, a executor. It's a it's it's the actual um, paper instrument that actually is the contract that allows a sending state or nation to send their diplomatic agents to a receiving state, and it it, it is the it is the agreement between uh, two nations or two states to afford this particular person. Uh, the ability to to uh, carry out their duties and and in the um, in the goings of carrying out their duties, they are afforded diplomatic immunity. But all this stuff is ironed out in a contract and the and the um, you know sealing document. They refer to it as an executor. And so what Chuck Morgan is making mention of is this in this so-called lawsuit, um, there was never an executor issued in relation to Dr. York whatsoever. From from Liberia itself, and 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 see, this was known prior to any lawsuit being filed. This was known all the way back in 2004. So so these these attempts that were done now, as Chuck mentioned, uh, they're very they're frivolous. So it it kind of leaves you with the spec you know uh, uh, educated that it was only done just to just to um, you know pretty much uh, give some fluff fluff to the idea. Of the Liberian issues, all those Liberian issues were dead before they started. Mm. All the way back in 2004, none of that stuff. Everything that they're talking about with Liberia was already known and said. I mean, I can I can actually show you documents where everything that's being said now was said in 2004 in terms of all the rejection, the fact that Dr. York, uh, none of the paperwork existed, uh, and all this. All this stuff was known because, see, one thing I did. When I was a member, I was responsible for updating the Nuwabian community of all the legal things, and I used to supply everyone with these legal documents, and and I used to teach on the legal case. So you know, I know firsthand. I was teaching this stuff. I was I was actually explaining to people what was going on, when it was going on. So back in 2004, I was already explaining to people that the Liberian issues are dead. That some other you know what other uh, other administrative remedies that uh, that Dr. York has. That needs to be pursued, and people need to actually um, discontinue with the librarian issues. But it wasn't dropped. A lot of people still move forward with it, and Dr. York himself uh, didn't want to drop it. So, because it's his life and his choices, ultimately, you know, he has he has say so over his own life, and he had to respect that. So, I respected it, and other people worked on it. I I stayed away from it. I had nothing whatsoever to do with any of that, any of that lab those librarian issues at all. And I was always trying to inform him of the consequences of moving forward on X, Y, and Z. So, so what appeared in the in the community, there was a beef between me and some of the other, well, not some, but uh, another sister who was responsible for the librarian issue. And people saw that as a beef between me and the sister, but it wasn't at all. Uh, it was it was based on 
what what was possible, what was not, what was frivolous, and what was not. Hmm. Okay, that's interesting. All right, what's the next uh, piece, Chuck, in the video? Saw on TV. So we got the library issue straight. All right. Oh, Chuck and Black fell out again. All right, it's all good. Where you at, Joe? You still here, right? Yeah, man. Okay. All right. So did you watch? You watched that video, correct? Yep. All right. So give me. Let's deal with another issue that was in the video. Uh, from what I remember from the video, the the brother Ramsey's mentioned. Um, uh, what about the plea? What about the plea bargain? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk. Let's talk about that a little bit. Let's kind of get into that a little bit. <laughs> well, hey, what well, he um. Wait, we're talking about the plea bargain right now, Chuck. Go ahead. All right. What what was mentioned in the video by um, uh, Dr. Your son Ramsey's mm. is that he mentioned that a lot of people questioned the the plea, and so he goes on to say, and I'm paraphrasing because I haven't watched it in a while. Mm. He goes on to say something like, "Dr. York took the plea, and when he he took the plea, uh, as in terms of sacrificing himself to uh, to save some other sisters that was in prison as well, and that is uh, far from the truth." Because at the time Dr. Oath took the plea, which was in um, January of 2003, mm -hmm. the, the sisters that Ramsey is speaking about, they weren't even in jail at all. And those sisters, uh, I, I, I guess I won't mention their names, but they, they are, well, I mean, they, they're on, on record. But they, it was three sisters. It was, it was his quote-unquote main wife that, the, that people uh, labeled her as, and then two other sisters who were... Um, in custody and incarcerated based on as being co-defendants. Two sisters was in the state and then his uh, uh, wife Kathy Johnson um, was in the federal custody as well. So what he what Ramsey is, is trying to make reference to is that Dr. York took the plea in terms of sacrificing himself to save the sisters and and so on and so forth and to save the land, save the sisters. There's a, there's a whole spin and spill and speech that they give regarding that. But that was uh, completely false because the sisters weren't even uh, arrested at the time. They had already been released, and they were already out, and um, uh, you know, pending pending their you know their uh, court appearances and things like that. But they weren't in jail, so that's one statement that was wrong, and, and people are under you know completely unaware of that. But 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 because this is something that Nuwabians have created as a as an explanation, what they what. Is, a, is happening that each Nuwabian that comes up that wasn't a part of that that uh, original um, to be there originally to see all, all of it happen in real time these are things that are being taught down the line so all they're doing is repeating and parroting the same information and so Ramses is, is another person that's just simply repeating what he was told this is not something that he was there and know Whereas me myself, I I was there. I know. I saw the uh, sisters uh, being released. I was there. <laughs> for, and we had a photo to show it. <laughs> right, and you know, and there's photos, and 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 see, the thing is, all these people are accessible. I mean, um, are still you know around, still accessible. If they're willing to talk to you, they'll tell you uh, right out themselves that you know when and when they were released or when you know their feelings on this and that and the third. So, uh, but anyway, that's that's another point that. Um, was incorrect that the brother said. Somebody <laughs> said you kicked them out. You kicked them out. <laughs> you kicked them on the land. Kicked them out. You security. You kicked them out. That's funny. 
All right, man. Okay. All right. So, um, all right. Now. Wait, what, what, hold, what, up, hold up. Hold up. Okay. Dark, uh, dark side of the force said I kicked him. He said I was a security on the land. He, uh -huh. that, man, see, that's what I'm saying. See, listen, I'm, I'm going to tell people who are on the chat right now, the, the trollism and all that stuff don't work with me. All right? You know, people don't, that stuff don't work with me. I don't even know the brother. The brother don't know me. I was never a security person. Uh, <laughs> So you got me either mistaken from somebody else, or you know you just trolling just to be funny, and that's cool. We could laugh and joke, but you know I don't I don't I don't play with that. So go ahead. <laughs> all right. So all right. What up? Okay. So we we talk playing talk about the plea bargain, though, right? Come on. Um. Hold on, man. Where's that noise coming from, now? Somebody got a truck. He's actually driving a truck. Oh. That's in the background. Sorry. Oh, oh okay. Right. <laughs> so did we talk about the plea? We ain't talking about the plea bargain, Ujao. You went off. What? Oh, I went off on a tangent. No, no, yeah. that, no. That I I was talking about the plea. The plea is you know as far as the brother Ramsey's statement. You asked me about another point. So that's that's something that he was incorrect on. But in terms of the plea itself, the um there's two pleas that uh Doctor took. It was it was two pleas uh, one day apart. In two different venues. One was in. Uh, hey Chuck, you might you, you could mute your mic. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it on my mic. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there there was two plea agreements that York entered um, into, and uh, one is for the state and one is for the federal, and they were two days. Of now, hold on for a minute, Joe. I see that right there, black. That's the Malachi York uh, diplomat, diplomat thing, but he got a picture with a. <laughs> That's crazy, yo. Alright, we see. Alright, go ahead, Ujaho. <laughs> yeah, okay, so as far as the plea agreement goes, um there was two. Okay. And uh there's a lot of people who don't know there are two, but there were there were two plea agreements, uh one for the federal, one for the state. And okay. They, they were entered in uh one day apart from one another, January, January twenty third, two thousand and three. And um one plea dealt with child molestation. Mm -hmm. Because and and this is another thing that um, Ramses and other Nawabians make a mistake. They'll say that Dr. York um, isn't incarcerated for child molestation or you know has nothing to do with child molestation. It's Rico and this and that. Yeah, because the feds don't got that right. Don't got a child molestation. But go ahead though. Yeah. Okay. So so uh, but anyway, um, there was two pleas. One was in the state case. The state case did involve uh, child molestation, aggravated child molestation. Um, and a couple of counts. These are different counts, uh, and also dealing with rape, and and so on and so forth. There was 208 counts in the state case, and they reduced it to 77, which he agreed to and pled um, guilty for. Mm. So that was the state. And then the federal, it was dealing with um, different Man Act and RICO Act violations, but he pled guilty in both. Long story short, the federal plea, um, federal pleas and state pleas are handled differently by the court and by the by the rules of the court. Uh, in state, in federal venues, a plea bargain is bargained between both sides and agreed upon, but then it has to go through the actual judge, the court itself, and the judge has the ultimate say-so because the judge has to look at the uh, uh, agreement and judge it or weigh it against the sentencing guidelines to see if it's appropriate and so on and so forth. If the judge finds that it's not appropriate, then the judge has discretion to reject it and then, and then uh, you know, has to give his reasons for rejecting it. 
and then you go back to the negotiating table to make adjustments if you want to continue to move forward, et cetera, et cetera. So mm -hmm. anyway, the federal plea was rejected uh, months after York entered into it, and the state plea remained. To this very day, York's state guilty plea is still on the record, and York never removed it uh, back. And this is something that while I was a Nuwabian, I was stressing to him, Dr. York himself, and to every single Nuwabian that in order for anybody to champion in support of York's innocence, you first have to get rid of the guilty plea because it makes absolutely no sense to have a guilty plea on record but then say you're innocent. That makes no sense whatsoever. So, so I, was, I, was, I was pushing that the guilty plea in the state would always have to be removed, but it was never removed and to this very day it's still, um, it's still on record. So that's something else that um, the brother was incorrect about in terms of um, the pleas. But that's, that's really, you know, I'm just giving you a real summary. I mean, like I said, it's, it's, you know, it's, <laughs> I can get real long-winded with it, but that's the gist of it. Mm -hmm. so, so basically he didn't accept the plea, he, he plea bargain, but he didn't go with it. So they end up going to trial. Why didn't they just go with the plea bargain? Well, hold on, wait a minute. It's, it's important to know that Dr. York did not um, uh, withdraw either plea. This was not Dr. York. Dr. York entered the plea, both pleas, and he never rejected either one. It was the judge that rejected Dr. York's plea of guilt in, in the federal. And, there, and, and, there, and because the reason why he rejected it was because it was um, given 15 years, and the judge said that's too low. The minimum, based on the sentencing guidelines, uh, was 20 years. So the judge uh, would only agree to 20 years, whereas the plea bargain, plea agreement itself was 15. So therefore, he rejected it, and and um, and then so then by being rejected, therefore the federal case went to trial. But at, at no time did Dr. O withdraw that plea. Mm. The judge rejected it, and I say it that way because people, you know, like I said, people are under the impression that you know people are thinking that York. Into uh, the plea to say to save the other women, and then when they were all saved, then York withdrew his pleas because of this, that, you know, because of whatever. But that's none of that's true. The, the sisters weren't even locked up when he did it, and he never withdrew either plea. And to this very day, the state plea is still on record. The federal plea was rejected by the judge. Mm. Sure, he'd have been almost home by now, huh? Yeah, if it was, if it was 15 years, then yep. It was 20, you only hit it there about 17. Well, it was, it was, they, they were both uh, concurrent, so he would have did, um, the, way it was, the way it was made was that he was serving 15 for both. Uh, that was the agreement, 15 for both, for both the state and the federal. All together. They, they didn't want that, they wanted the 20. Okay, all right. All right, so what else was in that video? Chuck, where you at, Chuck? Oh, there was, um, I, you know, I watched the video. To be honest with you, I couldn't take too much of it because it, it was just too much garbage coming out of this kid's mouth. Yeah. And I have a low tolerance to that kind of nonsense. <clears throat> I mean, he was, he was, you know, he and the guys saying, oh, you're like royalty and this and that. You know, he was just basking in his father's um, legacy, you know. So um, I just zeroed in on those things that were um, key that people may have walked away with and thought that he knew what he was talking about. And one being the whole Liberian issue, um, did another video on, um, I think it was the timeline 
of um, um, when York was supposed to, because I think not only that there was another um, a person who I don't know who he is but I, I don't want to keep blowing these people up and giving them some kind of notoriety but some guy did a video saying that uh, Jaru was wrong about you know um, one, uh, Kathy Johnson being in jail at the time York gave his uh, guilty plea and you know it's documented I even put up the news clippings from the next day on the Nawapian debate forum where people can see that everybody who's saying that he gave that plea in order to get these people out is totally false so these people are just making open they're just making complete lies and fools of themselves saying this stuff but they're trying to appeal to a, an audience who's not familiar with not just the doctrine but the, the case and the trial so I tried to um, on the uh, newwapianism.com website um, um, the, their leader uh, those issues pertaining to the um, the trial, um, you know, what was said by the victims, um, the witnesses, because the way that is illustrated, you don't have these people who were molested as being human beings. They're just people. They're just characters almost, you know. And when you start putting faces to the names and what they said and how they broke down in court on um, what they experienced, people started looking at it differently. And I think that that was the turning point for newweaponism.com and its credibility because we were able to put this stuff out there so people could see it because prior to that no one knew what was taking place. Mm -hmm. So York had the uh, mic, so to speak, and the Newweapon organization had the mic on how information is going to be dispensed on what's taking place with the uh, whole court issue. And so, go ahead. Um, just to speak on that, see, and this may be the first time people are hearing this right here. Um, this is the thing. All right, in in the administration of of Nuwapians, there was there was a team of of us working to help um, Dr. York dealing with all of the legal issues. There was supposed to be a separate team that was supposed to be a PR team, public relation team that was supposed to maintain you know, the public's view of Dr. York and the organization. And, and, and you know, the goal is to keep it in a positive light because anybody that's charged with, you know, crimes like that, uh, you, you have to have a PR in place to, to, uh, to do damage control, you know, um, image control and everything like that, okay? So what was supposed to happen and what was, what was attempted was to create a legal team and to create a PR team. And the PR team was supposed to be headed by a very eloquent and articulate sister um, forgot the sister's name and then the legal team you know of all it was all of us happened on a legal legal front so anyway long story short uh, the PR team was never formed and never solidified so what what ended up happening is a lot of the different flyers a lot of flyers were written by the administration and these flyers is what a lot of Nuwapians are um, are reading and counting on and quoting from and parroting but these flyers were not meant for Nuwapians. The flyers were meant for a, a um, image damage control. So the flyers are not necessarily um, all truthful. They were, they were, you know, some exaggerations. It was, it was basically propaganda. It was propaganda form. Now the administration w was not supposed to be the ones to, to create it and disseminate it, though. And because the administration did, Nuwapians took it in and and. and uh, uh, Albert, you have to mute the mic. 
Mute your mic once. Um, um, I don't know if somebody can Oh, there you go. I got it. So, so, so anyway, so the so the administration was never supposed to be the ones to disseminate this uh, propaganda. It was supposed to be in the hands of a separate PR team that was different than the administration, mm -hmm. and it never formed. So anyway, enter in um, a, a company or a group called Georgia Gossip. It was originally called Atlanta Gossip, and then it got renamed to Georgia Gossip, and it's headed by a sister, um, Tara, Tara Bodie or Nicole Bodie. And she, she, was, she had a magazine, a, a basically gossip magazine going on. She was trying to get it off the ground and everything. So, and she's a, a, um, a Nuwabian, um, loyal a Nuwabian at the time. I don't know her status right now. But anyway, uh, so it was, it was an opportune time for her to, to utilize what she wanted to do to, to become that PR. Uh, to, to to become that PR that public relations and it will give a um, third party perspective on what was going on by by her having Georgia Gossip looks like a different company and something like that. anyway um, there was a fallout from that happening so 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 the the exaggerations and the spins are supposed to come through her gossip column but it never so what's all that noise. <laughs> Okay, um, so the gossip column—the gossip column was supposed to be the outlet for all of this information um, that came out. In, it eventually came out in the flyers. So the the uh, the Georgia gossip thing never took off the ground in terms of that's concerned because it was a fallout between Dr. York and his sister and the administration. So anyway, the administration ended up having to put these flyers out. So I'm saying all that all that to say, say is that a lot of the information that you hear in Wabian. And repeat and repeat. It's these, these series of flyers. You know that's you. <laughs> it's coming from these these uh, series of flyers that was put out by the administration, and it was taken um, as if it's all wise, uh, all wise, right and exact. But they're really not. There's some information that is very that's that is accurate, but there's a lot of exaggerations and and spins put on things because it was originally supposed to go through a a uh, PR propaganda gossip type column to saturate the public all right and I'm, and I'm saying this because um, this will give context to why you see a lot of things being repeated and it just be flat out wrong and some of it you know having a, uh, some accuracy or some accurate facts within it and it's mixed all right so and a lot of people don't know that so I wanted to uh, give that context and Unc, I, I if, if uh, I had muted, muted your mic, though, so you, you got, I got to unmute. Okay, all right, all right, man. That's a real. That's that, that's very, very good information right there. Nobody ever heard that. Now we know a lot of times in these cases, uh, dealing with molestation and children and things like that and rape. Uh, uh, you know, certain tests are done. Was any uh um, was any test done on Malachi York for venereal diseases and things of that nature? Did you know of? Was that a hard question? No, go ahead. I think what you uh, it's Mike is muted. I'm sorry. You you asking me or Chuck? I mean, yeah. You, Chuck, you and Chuck. You and Chuck. Chuck. Go ahead. Go ahead, Chuck. Roger. You you can you can put on that. Go ahead. Go on, Roger. All right. All right. Um, I'm sorry. Repeat. Ask the question again. I said, in a lot of molestation cases, they usually test the children for venereal diseases, and a defendant, uh, victims and a defendant. 
Was any such test ever taken? Yeah, that's cool. All yeah. right, let's, okay, let's talk about that. What, what test was taken, and how can we prove and verify that? All right, like you said, in, um, in rape cases and molestation cases, they, um, especially rape cases, uh, within a 72-hour period, they try to get um, uh, specimens and swabs of, of people who are victims of rape or molestation and so on and so forth. But in this particular case, the allegations uh, against Dr. York spanned several years, from 1988 up until the year 2002. So you're dealing with a long period of time. So the whole 72-hour, you know, rape kit, you know, they call it a rape kit, the rape kit or molestation kit that people normally do after somebody reports, you know, an incident of rape and stuff, that, that doesn't apply. So um, so different modes of different tests were done. But anyway, uh, the tests, tests were done for um, sexually transmitted diseases, and it was done on the uh, listed, those who were listed as victims, as well as on Dr. York himself. And um, Dr. York's blood was taken, and it was examined, and it, and this, matter of fact, see, this ties into what I said before, as far as one of the flyers. One of the flyers that the administration had produced was, um, does Dr. York... The medical records lie. Yeah, do, do, do medical records lie? That was the title of the flyer. And the administration went on to say that Dr. York has no uh, STDs. Uh, the listed, some of the listed uh, people vi uh, listed as victims, they do, and therefore, because they do and Dr. York doesn't, then that basically says that he's innocent or exonerates him. Mm -hmm. That was the idea behind the flyer. But what the flyer uh, omits is that they speak about um, herpes simplex one, which Dr. York tested negative for. And so they so the focus was on herpes simplex one and chlamydia and gonorrhea and things like that, which he tested negative for. Um, but it didn't it failed to to mention herpes simplex two, which is the sexually uh, prone transmission of uh, the herpes series. And Dr. O tested positive for herpes two. And and in fact it was because he tested positive for herpes two that completely changed the color of the entire case. Because his his medical his medical um, testing that I'm speaking about it came it came it was done in the uh, late summer of 2002, and when those results came back and it was exchanged between the prosecution side and the defense side through you know discovery because each side has to give up uh, what's called discovery. Um, it was when the defense received these uh, medical reports and these these um, um, tests the, the results of these tests. That's when Dr. York's attorneys at the time, who was um, Garland, uh, Edward Garland and Samuel Loeb's firm, that's when they, they had to change their strategy. And this, is, this, this was the beginning of, of the talks to, about Dr. York and suggesting that he may be better off going towards entering a plea. It was because of these tests that these attorneys started to kind of rearrange the strategy and the fight and was like saying that, hey, you know, we're going to have to start looking at the option of pleading. And, um, and a lot of Nawabians don't, don't know that because um, n nothing in the that the administration uh, released speaks to this um, subject. So to answer your question, yes, the tests were done. And um, yes, that, uh, that Dr. York um, results on some of them were negative. And then on some of them, uh, well, on, in this particular one, herpes 2, it was a positive result. 
And because of some of the listed uh, victims that were listed in the case also had herpes too, then to a jury, a twelve you know a twelve panel jury, panel jury with all these accusations and all this, it it, it wasn't looking good. <laughs> okay, hold and, on. And you can see it. Uh, we put it on the um, the WashingtonInsight.com website where anyone who wants to actually see them, they're there. And the dialogue between the attorneys and the judge. Now, okay, let me see that. So, okay, so where can people access these documents? On your website? Suppose, Chuck, I don't trust you or Ujau. Where can we access these documents? How did you, how were you able to access them and how can we access these documents? Because, you know, you just might be making it up. All right. You want to get an old man a, a fair shape. You know what I'm saying? How, where, how can we access these documents? All right, I'll I'll go first, uh, real quick. And um, a lot a lot of the documents that Nawabians have to this very day came by way of um of of my efforts of sharing those documents, and but people could get them directly from the court. There's there's actually a, an electronic federal court filing system, um, called Pacer. And it's a, a website you can go to pacer.com. I believe it's pacer.com. Yeah. You can go there and you can register for free, and you can access all of the federal court, all of the U.S. district courts, and access to all of the public records. You could download the PDFs. All you have to do is pay, pay per page. I, I don't, I don't know the amount per page, but all you do, however many pages the document is that you're interested in, you you uh, purchase it based on the number of pages. You know, let's say it's fifty cents per page or dollar per page. And so all of the court documents are um, are public, not those that are see under seal, but everything that's public, everything that you could walk into a clerk's a court of clerk's office and get get online. You don't have to leave leave the comfort of your own home. So mm -hmm. these, these particular documents are available to everyone. Now, in terms of his medical report, his medical uh, filing, those were under seal at first. So this is why nobody uh, bore witness to them or even knew about them because they were under seal. But what happened is the Nuwapians themselves, those who were privileged to have these documents, the Nuwapians themselves filed these documents in an attempt to, to sue a, uh, the federal court in um, the prison system in Colorado mm -hmm. in order to try to get York transferred. So they, were, they had entered in, as part of their arguments and exhibits, they entered in these sealed documents in, into, the, into their records. So, this, so at that point is when it all blew up. And a lot of a lot of Nawabians became aware of it, and non-Nawabians became aware of all of this. And I got hit with a lot of questions about it because this is something that was that was uh, under seal. You know, it wasn't public a matter of public record, but it became public by the efforts of Nawabians themselves. So, so the Nawabians know know about these records because they entered it in uh, <laughs> as as a, as an argument to try to help Dr. York. Yeah. But but to answer your question in short, Pacer, oh, people, people can go to the court. People can go to the courthouse themselves. It's in Macon, Georgia. Oh, man. Macon, Georgia. If you live in Georgia or live near Macon, you can go in there, and just pay for any. You know, pull up the docket, and just pay for whatever documents you want. I'm looking at it right here. It says, um. Was this a release form or something right here? Which one is that? What's that? It says right here, this, well, Dr. Like a release form or something like that. Okay, hold on, let me see. Yeah, that's um, what was subpoenaed from the prosecution. 
Okay, and the Federal Bureau is this investigation? Let me see. Those, yeah, those are those medical um, oh, documents. Oh man! Oh man! Okay, but see, you you have to you have to understand that. that oh man! That in a in a in a uh, court proceeding mm. that was called chain of custody. Mm. So everything has to be accounted for and handled properly with no uh, foul play whatsoever. So what the prosecution did, they they um, petitioned Man. they petitioned the court to have uh, Dr. York's blood examined for STDs and so on and so forth, just like they did with the um, with the listed victims and the uh, children that was taken from the land um, that was underage uh, at the time hmm. and. Um, Removed them from their households and so on and so forth. It was five altogether. Mm. Mm. Well, hmm. yeah, it's kind of rough, huh? Kind of rough. I'm looking at it for the first time. But me yeah. personally, I didn't even need to look at the records. I had already recognized in my mind that, you know, crime against the babies is a crime against goddamn uh, African humanity at the end of the day. Hey, but I didn't even need that. You know what I mean? So I'm, I've always, go back over my thing, I've always denounced uh, Malachi York, you know, mm -hmm. for those crimes against those babies, no matter what they say. All right, right. so just be mad at me for telling the goddamn truth. All right? <laughs> let me, let me just right in front of your face. All right? Find another damn teacher, another doctrine, right? You know what I'm saying? And this is not to slander anybody, because the support documentation is there. All right, and you know we find a lot of this cult-like behavior in a lot of people, um, uh, misinforming people, got people going out there getting themselves, getting their brains blown out. Mm -hmm. you, you you feel me? And and mm -hmm. and and people aren't being responsible. I talk about it all the time. If you're gonna teach, you know what I'm saying? Be responsible with your goddamn shit, man. You know, but people use that shit for personal gain all the way out. I mean, it's it's, it's terrible, Chuck. It's terrible, Joe. Hey, let me just, you know, go ahead, bro. Um, now you know what? See, now the thing is, see, I'm you know we we all ex Nuwabians. I mean, you yeah. know, I'm gonna speak for myself. I'm ex Nuwabian. I mean, speak I speak for I, yourself. I, Speaking for me too. Shit, <laughs> no, you don't leave me out there. <laughs> no, 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 no. And, and 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 what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that that I've been there, done that. You know, and one one of the things that York stressed and th and this is one of the spins on retroactively uh justifying why Islam, why Christianity, why he's Hebrew Israelite, uh why the Holy Tabernacle ministry. This is this is the spin that's placed on why the doctrine changes so much is because one of the things that York uh says and have said is that um in order to know the doctrine you have to live it. You have to you have to become it. You have to you know live by submerge in that. Yeah, you have to submerge yourself into it, and so on and so forth. So if that's good enough for for Dr. York in terms of of those doctrines, then by the same token, I was an ex Nuwapian, so I I was submerged in the whole Nuwapu thing, even prior to Nuwapu, the whole Tabernacle Ministry, all of that stuff. So and even with all all these things, and I say that to say is that, um, you know Nuwapians will have a spin for every single thing. And even even with what we're saying right now, this is the thing. The the um STD results in and of themselves does not prove guilt because it could just so happen that York has herpes too and one of the listed victims has herpes too. It doesn't mean that he gay, he uh had any kind of contact with them. 
But what happens is people have to understand how, to, how, how things are argued in court and the impression that a jury will have and so on and so forth. And, and then you have circumstantial evidence. you got all kinds of different evidence. you got testimony is considered evidence, circumstantial evidence. you got uh, a whole laundry list of different varieties of evidence that's allowed in the courtroom that could persuade a jury to go one way or the other. And it, was, it just wasn't looking good um, you know, for that. So I, I just want to put that out there, and and then the fact that Nuwapians will feel that everything is being said, even right now, the stuff I've, I've said, they'll look at that as as an attack on Dr. York, and and that's that's sad because what's happened is there's so much misinformation out there that anybody that tries to um, deal with the accuracy of information is always going to be looked at as the devil. Uh, an enemy, somebody hating on Dr. York. They even go, they go, even go and say that you're 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 uh, an agent. You must be paid by the uh, CIA, FBI, and all this and that. So they're, <laughs> they're all these, and I and I know Chuck is catching it because Chuck is living in beautiful Hawaii. So I I don't see people say that. Hey, Chuck. Chuck is over there chilling in Hawaii. The FBI is paying for his rent. And, yes, and so he gave me sixty-one million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Hey Chuck, man, hand some of that cash over, man. We need to do <laughs> I we need wish. To shoot a man. Cut that shit up, Chuck. Can't believe you over there in Hawaii, man. Look at that hundred thousand dollar chair you in, man. Yeah, boy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So my, I'm a Chippendale. Yeah. So Chippen, you know it. So these these things are expected. So like like me, you know, I I you know for years, even after I I left the the organization and everything. For years, for up to about three years after I left, I was still educating people on the case because there's a lot of people that, um, I mean, I knew a lot of people. I still know them. I mean, I don't know them, but I'm, I'm still associated with a whole lot of people. I've met some beautiful people, and to this very day, I would still uh, think them as beautiful people. So, if you know, that's their choice to, to stick with the doctrine, stick with whatever. I was still offering myself and my services to help educate them so that they can at least have some semblance of, a, a, a fight and then I you know I, I eventually stopped because the spins just started coming out of control with with uh, you know the spins that they'll place on different things so I just want to say because I'm looking in the chat I see people say you know y'all hating on Dr. York or this is a uh, you know hate Dr. York thing or whatever and it's, it's not no damn hate Dr. York thing man go ahead with that that shit crazy <laughs> right it's, Dr. Not, York. it's not, about, I mean, not about that at all yeah I mean that, that's one of the, the consistent things that I get you know, and I've I've made this point clear. I I I when this stuff. Listen, I didn't even touch the case when I first started asking questions on the York issue. It was centered on doctrine exclusively. Okay, I did it on Facebook. The sister told me, "Why don't you go join this group? Join that group?" I wasn't hating him. I never had any reason to hate him for me personally because he hadn't done anything, and I hadn't studied the case. I hadn't studied. Anything. I, matter of fact, I wanted to have nothing to do with it. Because I, in my mind at the time, prior to 2011, I wanted to believe that he, you know, wasn't guilty of anything, you know. So when I started asking questions, I went to some of the old teachers that I used to, you know, build with, and um, I would put out questions, and, you know, and they would give me the run around. I knew all the games because I used to teach it, and um, I knew it wasn't happening there, so I would go online and start asking other people. But nobody was just giving me these, these answers to where you had any kind of credible sources of reference. And then I started becoming 
uh, uh, I, they started barraging, parading these labels of me being a hater and um, I hate Dr. York and I'm a disgruntled uh, ex and wife and all this other stuff. I never had that. I, never, I still don't hate the man. <laughs> you know? I mean, he may, he may hate me now, but then again, he may, may not. I don't know. But he's familiar with the website, I'm certain. But it's never been an issue about hating him or revenge for anything. It was all about accuracy of information. Here's a counter to what's being put out there to people. Because there was no counterpoint. There were people who made statements about this and that, but there was no concerted effort to dissect what you're taught past and present and then present it to the people to show the inconsistencies to it, the errors, the outright lies. So I remember there was a, a, a talk about there should be a 360 question to ask Nawapians. Never came out. <laughs> yeah, well, Never came out. So me and the brother got together and he was like, you know, why don't you do it? You know, and I'm like, and I, I wasn't trying to. They're talking about writing a book. I'm like, you know, I, I just was, I, I just wanted to help people by what I, what I experienced being within that, that organization and the things that I knew and from being with your. And this is my evidence to support everything that I'm saying. And you can take it from there. And then that's where um, they somehow took that to be hate or um, what's the word they like to use? Um, slander. Because you know? everything that I'm using, I try to make certain that I have a reference where they can see it, where they can access it. And I don't want to get into the hearsay thing because it will be just like what York used to do. It's always hearsay. So it was never a hate thing. It never, and it still to this day isn't. You know, even with with his relatives, it's it's, it's simply his children. I don't I don't go after them. I don't attack them. I don't do anything. Everything is centered on the questions to the Wapians, not Doctor York. Because if people say, why don't you? Why didn't you ask these questions when he was out? My thing was, why would I have to ask him these questions? Because I was on his side. I was his man. I was one of his main teachers. Mm -hmm. I was pushing this stuff out there. So I wasn't asking them in doubt. I was asking questions, so if they asked me this, what do I say? Because he didn't give me any, well, you go in here and this is where you go, unless it may be something religious. You know? So I leave his, his, his um, children out of this thing, unless those who step out, you know, want to want to go there. Like, you know, the other guy, which he's remained silent ever since. But <laughs> I, I try to stay away from all of that. And, yeah, I with the uh, Nawabian Debate Forum, which is a Facebook group where, you know, we put up the questions and if Nawapians feel they want to challenge what's been written on the website, here's your chance. And so they said, why don't you come up to Brooklyn and do this and do that and you can ask all the questions you want. That was part of York's strategy, which was to have this closed-in, gated type of format where you can ask all kinds of crazy questions, but there will be no accountability for them because... You're not out in the mainstream where you have everybody looking in. You know, you can just you can say, well, um, when I remember there's a case when we all went down to Georgia and York, a brother got up and asked York a question about Enki, and he was saying that, um, you know, uh, well, something about when uh, Enki um, went against Anu. Um, how do you feel about uh, Enki at this point? So York goes on saying. Uh, even though Enki is my spiritual father, I reject everything that Enki stood for because he opposed Anu. Okay, so this is what York is telling you: you can't pass this nonsense on to people in the mainstream. 
this is in his gate. This is in his little vacuum where the people is just going back and forth with them. You know, if you go outside of there and you say, well, wait a minute. Tell me about this Enki. Give me some evidence on this. How are you the son of Enki? You know, <laughs> and on and on and on. So get back to the point. It has never been a, a hate thing with y'all. You know, and my questions are always designed for New Wapians. I have a whole set of questions for your should he ever get released, which more than likely would never happen. So I probably would never have to even deal with that. So I just wanted to set set that point out. I don't hate the man. I don't like what he did, of course. And I've been able to embrace the, those victims and witnesses because after first when I dealt when I was doing this stuff, they stayed away from me. Because they thought that I was just like the rest of the Wapians who wanted to um, align myself with them and then try to get some incriminating information or take pictures off of their Facebook page and then use it against them. You know, it wasn't until others who saw the works of what I was trying to do that they started slowly coming on board. And then other their family members started coming on. So now we're just like a little, you know, I'm just like a, you know, an honorary family member because we've been able to, you know, Kind of come together and they see what this thing is all about and I'm in I'm in their corner helping them not only just with the information but also to clear their names because in the YBN Facts website they just disparage Nicole Lopez um, um, uh, uh, what's the other sister uh, um, I can't remember the other sister's name um, Pauline um, Pauline Rogers they just attack them put their pictures up and they take a freeze frame have their mouth open they did all these things and made lies up against these people you know and the wapianism.com in addition to the questions is also clearing all that nonsense that these people have been saying in regards to the victims and the witnesses and that's why I take great pride in this thing because it's it's a living issue because York is still on the scene in in some regards and the organization is still active in some regards so with the website we can attack something that they come out with instantly so it's not the thing is where you write a book and then it's out there and then you got to come back and do a revised edition yeah. and another thing you know um, one of the things that's always asked, that's always been asked of me, because people get wind that I used to deal with uh, Doctor's legal case, they'll just come and fast forward to the very end, and they want to know uh, the answer to, do I think Doctor York is guilty? Or they just ask me, so so did he do it? Was he guilty? And to this very day, I have never ever answered that question, and I tell people full stop at the beginning of any kind of questioning or interview. If somebody wanted to interview me back in the day or whatever. I would tell them that's the only question that I don't answer, and here's why. And it's very simple, because what happens is, if you ask somebody, if somebody asks me that, and I did give them uh, an answer, then they're going to rely on my answer and not do the homework themselves. So what I do is, instead of answering the question at all, I simply say no. Ask me a series of questions that allow me to supply you with information and where to go to get information. You can make your own mind up, just like as if you're a jury. And this is what everybody needs to do. Become a juror in this in this situation. If if you care, if you if you want to look into it and care, then become become as one of the jurors and look at all of the information as if you were sitting at the trial and you were taking in all the testimony, all of the uh, evidence that's entered, that exhibits, and so on and so forth. See the arguments by both sides, and then you 
play the role of a juror and you come up with whatever you come up with. Don't ask me <laughs> what, you know, what I think. That, this is what I tell everybody. And so, and I reiterate this to this very day, that people tend to want to fast forward and don't do the work. And, and it's because of that mentality that people get very opinionated one way or the other. And this, and this is a question I'm going to ask y'all. Um, you, Chuck, and uh, um, mm. let me ask you this. Go ahead. Think about it. Can you be a Nuwapian and think that Dr. York is guilty? Yes. Say it again. Can can what? Can 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 you believe all of the accusations and think that Dr. York did all the things that they say he did and that he is guilty? Can you can you believe that and accept that and still be a diehard, fully functional Nuwapian? I say no. Because okay. you had to get the hell away from that shit at that point. You know, like, you don't need him to get that information. Like, I mean, just character issues. The whole, I mean, the whole baby thing, the whole children, the whole the whole disrespect to the women, to the ch I mean, it's just too much, man. You got to let that go. As a man, as a okay. man in the African-American community, you had to let that shit go. Okay. <laughs> let me. Okay. Let me. Oh, go ahead, Chuck. I'm sorry. I, All right. I, Okay, here's my here's my position on it. Now, I personally don't advocate the Nawapian uh, doctrine, but I'm saying in terms of how York would, um, uh, okay, if you if you strip York from the doctrine itself, and you just are left with what Nawapian being a Nawapian and what Nawapo is supposed to be, mm -hmm. okay, they will teach you that um, Nawapo is the science of sound right reasoning. Mm -hmm. And the Wapians are the sons and daughters of sound right reasoning. So if anyone is trying to impose upon you their religious beliefs, you they are first to prove what it is that they're teaching. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you maintain just that, that goes outside of Dr. York. Because I'm not an Wapian, but if I were to use the principles of what you would classify as Nawapo, I can apply it to York's teachings. Okay. <laughs> let, me ask you, let, me, let me ask you a different one. You're crazy. <laughs> hey, 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 um, that's the, see, that's yeah. that, that's that little black <laughs> Nuwapian, Nuwapian, uh, yeah. yeah. he did that, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, okay, so, so, Chuck, let me, let me ask you a different oh, way then. Because this, yeah. I guess this is what I, what I what I really meant. I guess yeah. I worded better. Um, <laughs> okay. So I got it. Chuck, Chuck just hit you with that. Yeah. Can in other words, will other Nuwapians allow you to be a full fledged Nuwapian if you believe that Doctor York was actually absolutely guilty of all those things? Would you would you would you be would you would you be accepted among the Nuwapians and would you be comfortable being among the Nuwapians? Uh, and 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 so on and so forth. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Okay, so now the reason the reason why I raised that question is to make a point is that by default, everyone claiming to be a Nawabian to this very day is automatically by default is going to have the stance that Dr. York is completely innocent, because in order to be one of, of one among them, that's you, that has to be your stance. So so this is the this is the uphill. Uh, a co cognitive dissonance that that people are, are having when it comes to information about his legal stuff. You know, maybe maybe the um, the doctrine may may be a little different thing. But when it comes down to the legal stuff, this is what I was always confronted with when I was you know still 
uh, trying to educate people on on the uh, legal information is that I have to break down this this big wall of the fact that they're coming knowing nothing from nothing, and and yet they're trying to sit on a jury on a jury pool and they will be automatically be biased. So if if this was a legal situation, they would be dismissed from the, from jury selection based on having preconceived biasness and so on and so forth. They're not they're not looking at it objectively, which uh, Chuck <laughs> is what the doctrine tells you to do. It says uh, Nuwapu is the science of sound right reasoning, and mm -hmm. they and they break it down further that you have to have right knowledge, right wisdom, and right understanding, which is which is acquired through uh, experience, evidence, and reason. And reason. So mm -hmm. if you actually did use those things, then you wouldn't come to the table with the preconceived bias one way or the other. You would mm -hmm. examine the evidence as is. So Nuwapians themselves are not really Nuwapians. In order mm -hmm. to be a true Nuwapian, you have to be an ex-Nuwapian or a non-Nuwapian, if that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Damn right. That's why I but say it all the time. <clears throat> I, 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 uh, that, that's a brilliant uh, point. Let me ask yeah. you a question. Um, I see there's some people um, on, on the, in the boxes. Mm. Is it? They have like some questions or something. No, I, I think no, I think they ain't really got no question like that. Yeah, we just got a okay. couple. We got a couple Christian fools in here, ready oh, to get okay. beat all the way down to the ground at any <laughs> at any given moment. Yeah. You feel me? Right. But I think this is very very educational right here. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I I'm hoping that I hope that people walk away with a with a a better sense of at least from my perspective of what Nawapianism.com is designed to do. Yeah, yeah, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Ask that question, brother. Black, ask that question. All right, what's going on? What's going on, Sam? What's going on? I see with that black guy shirt on, man. That's kind of tight there, bro. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you bro. always represent. Go ahead, bro. Oh. So, Chuck, I heard you earlier say that uh, when you was teaching that you used to, um, you know, file the ways of York and stuff like that. So, you mean to tell me that. You couldn't think your bed black how he was saying you could do? You had to <laughs> really diet? Oh yeah, what had happened was see a lot of a lot of oh yeah. A lot of us, um, because the whole thing was that the way that y'all put it out was that you try to channel the spirit or the being that resided within him. Right? Mm. Yeah, I know. Mm. But you gotta understand that in that cult mindset, mm. that's what you're operating on. And mm. I wanted I was one of those people since I was around him. I wanted to mm -hmm. be like him in terms of his teaching abilities and being able to get people to listen and understand what he was teaching. So yeah, mm -hmm. I had um I had least the the beard because I, I put a post on um uh, on the and said some it's a video also where uh, did York lie about dyeing his beard, something to that effect. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar yeah, with that. And and you can see where he come out one time in the day is uh, black, and then it's it's like a a, a fading color, almost like white. And then mm -hmm. he says in a video that my beard, I don't dye my beard. My beard, my beard is is white because I want it white. If I want it, if yeah. I want it black, I'll think it black. It'll be black. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. it is. <laughs> that was a, it, that's as simple as that's as crazy as it was, and you know when you're under that. See, this is the thing. The reason that I feel good about being able to um, expose this stuff is because I was there. 
all those new weapons that are fighting with this cognitive dissonance going on in their minds, not being able to process it. I was there. I know how the mindset works. Yeah. When you're in a cult, you got to be able, in order, once you come out of it, then you're able to talk and reach those people who are willing to listen on, on, on how you're messed up in the head from what this guy has done. And believe me, I was in it deep. Yeah. Okay, and I was under the, I ain't gonna say spell, but I was under this guy's <laughs> goddamn spell. <laughs> you know, and and that, and that was one of them, and that was, was one the of them, which was which was which was the whole beard thing, you know. So yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I did. I had, I actually went out and bleached the beard to try to look like you. And not just me. There was other brothers. As a matter of fact, some of the security guys. It was one brother, the heavy set fellow, used to be upstate. He did the same thing when York would come out when he was rocking the whole Shriners thing. He mm -hmm. would bleach the beard and mustache, and people would say, "Oh, that's York right there. Oh, that's right there." And York even say, "See, you don't know where I am. I'm all over." Yeah, yeah. Um, to kind of, <clears throat> I got introduced to York like I don't know. It was interesting, but my like, I, and I I know what you mean because the way he had a way of putting things, it was like he was sucked in. Yeah. It sounded so good. It was like, damn, yo, this man is the. Like, this man is the truth, this, that, and the third. But then when you start doing some more studying, like, I was, like, I used to really look up, you know what I'm saying, videos on YouTube. I was Dr. Young. Then I came across Brother Unk, and it said, Brother Unk asked a real new audience some questions. And I was like, damn, this Unk dude is deep. Then I got introduced to Unk, and then Unk. Um, he was talking about how he was a new YBN. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I went through a level of things, you, you know what I mean? And it was like from York. Then I heard Polite. And I'm glad Polite kind of stepped the game up because he was teaching like some, some weird stuff in the beginning, but he stepped up his scholarship for real. And I got introduced to Unk, and then I was like more level with books, being more solid on the ground. You got to have sources. Um, yeah. Information mm -hmm. to back up what you say. And things right. of that matter. And when I was listening to York, it was just like, damn, it sounds so good. And you regurgitated. And then when somebody hits you with real information, yeah. it's like, you're like, damn. Hold on, hold on. Let me I mean, go back when, to some more York stuff. When we would, listen, <laughs> yeah, when, when, we would um, when we had the Ansar community set up, um, the brothers that I knew who were teachers, um, Mitu Hotep, um, Khalil, all these people, Lee, these guys would have well at that time back in eighty nine they would have speakers in all in the brothers' bait and they would play York's teeth York would be lecturing all night long. So you're you're not only listening to it during the daytime, you're mm -hmm. listening to it in your subconscious you're in sleep, still listening and you're learning. And that's how I was able to, to really embrace all this stuff and know so much about the doctrine because that's what I would do. I was following their lead. So one thing like I was saying earlier, York said that you don't even have to be right, you just have to sound like you know what you're saying. <laughs> which is deception, but the way that he would do it, and he would listen to people who, and, and I remember him telling me when some of the, um, the um, radio shows, he would say, if you listen to the brother talking, he doesn't sound confident in what, he, in what he's teaching. Because when he's talking, his voice goes down, and he sounds yep. timid, because he's not sure. Mm -hmm. You know, and all these little yeah. psychology game games he was playing, I, I started adapting to it, and then that's how mm -hmm. when you're debating people, you know how to run around them and hit them in these points. You know, yeah, I mean it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's disingenuous, but that was your that was what that was how he taught us, and mm -hmm. um, now it's just applying it to his his uh, cult members. Yeah, I, I, I tell you what else is a cult that everybody acting like now. Goddamn Christianity is a damn cult. 
<laughs> except the damn coat. Right? So I see you Christians out there. Anytime you want to get it, you can definitely get it. Come on, Alvin, loot your thing out, man. You can make the line, bro. <laughs> hey. Hey, but look, any Christian want to get it, y'all can get it, cause y'all in the biggest goddamn cult. All right, you went in and raped Africa. All right, so anybody want to play a little Jesus Christ game? I'm going to check this actually whopping. Dig in that ass. Trust me, I dig in all that. Y'all done with that? That's easy work. <laughs> hey, let me. I I, I just want to comment so on something that was said earlier. Uh, uh, no mercy to the Christians. Oh, 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 Albert. You got to use his mic. You got to use his mic. Come on, Albert. What is he doing? He, he might have something. He might have a question. You got a question, Albert? Did you drive? You got a question, Albert? Yeah, I'm not no Christian. I know. You got a question? No, I'm just listening. All right, well, mute your mic on. We can hear you like you're at oh. the Indianapolis 500. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Right. I'm just listening. All right, brother. All right. All right. Yeah, little white boy Christian. Why I beat the brakes off a of white boy Christian? Yeah. Damn cult. All day. Hey, but I was, oh, I was going to say something about uh, when uh, I, I think Chuck mentioned it earlier. When, um, you know, um, you know, Nwapians go through, quote, unquote, schools of thought. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and then they, you know, reverse back or whatever the case is. But in one instance, um, you know, in 1990, early 1990, 1990, 1991 is when the whole onset of Nuwapu came about and it's supposed to science and it was it was to leave you know all of the, the three religions alone and so mm -hmm. on and so forth but at some point right before Dr. York was arrested he fully 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 embraced uh, Christianity again exactly to the point where those of us that were living on the land even even we were working you know we had we had what's called work sites and everything we had to tote around Bibles we had to actually carry around Bibles or carry it to our work site or wherever the case is. Not only that, I don't know if you all remember, anybody who's visited visited the land may will remember the Black Pyramid. And at and the Black Pyramid used to used to uh, play this sound that was that we used to play twenty four seven and we used to call it the Om chant. And it was it was a it was a loop that just said Om, 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 Om. I remember that. <laughs> right. And also at the, at the train, what we had, what we call the train stop. Uh, the train stop was basically where you first come in on the land, and, and we and you see these little these little pillars. We used to call it the train stop, and we had speakers right there. And the same thing used to play out those speakers. Well, at, at the time that Doctor York fully embraced Christianity again, he had uh, me uh, uh, change the the loop, the Om loop, to a loop that said. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Now, 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 that's the thing. The Wapians, guys, if you see, that's that's commenting and talking about this stuff now. They don't know about that. Mm -hmm. They're nah, not up on that kind of stuff. They don't. They don't. And see, that's the thing. You, earlier, you asked, you know, what qualifies, you know, me or Chuck or anybody to say whatever we're saying. You know, people who people who are there, who were there. And did whatever they're the most qualified, and even so, like like, and it works in reverse because even with the legal stuff, I was there for everything, and the Wabians will say will say on one hand that hey, how do you know this, and how do you know that? Were you there? And then when people step up who were there, then then it's a new spin put on. Well, uh, okay, so you were there. You must have been an agent all along, and this and that. So it, you know, it, the arguments change. Uh, by whatever whatever you say, but anyway, the whole thing about the thing about the Christian thing is that at the time, York fully embraced it, 
And in fact, he explained inside the temple, he used to give classes inside the temple, and people used to come up on a, on a weekly basis and go inside the temple and, teach, and, uh, and, and listen to the class. Well, during one of his classes, he explained that he had a near-death experience and that uh, we, had a, we had a resident doctor living on the, living on the land. And um, he said that he had a near-death experience, and the and the doctor that you know lived with us on the land um, had to see him and basically um, you know revive him. And it was during this experience that you know uh, Isa or Jesus, uh, the Messiah, came to visit Doctor York and told him you know he had this conversation with Jesus and that Jesus is real. So that's that that began the whole thing is Jesus is real, you know, and that. The whole thing he was teaching with right knowledge and all that stuff was was um, was wrong, and that that Jesus is real. So then Doctor Yo started to push this. So in in his temple class, he's explaining yeah. all this stuff, and he made he taught it in such a way that, and I'm telling y'all the honest, the, I mean I'm being straight up and down. I was sitting in the front, and I'm and I could see everybody because I'm I'm sitting on stage with Doctor York next to the audio equipment. And I'm looking at everybody's faces. And as he's teaching, 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 then all of a sudden I'm seeing Nuwapians stand up and start giving testimonies. Like <laughs> like how you do in church, how you do in church and, and how they saw the spirit, the Holy Ghost, and how it descended yeah. upon them. And I was yeah. like, Oh my goodness, are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean to yeah. the point to the point where uh at at a different class, maybe a couple classes after that, people start getting up crying. And saying how they were touched by the the spirit and it changed their life and this and that. So so, this is the level of of mental gullibility that that we have as a people, you know. And those particular people would just go whichever way the wind blow, you know. Uh, four four weeks prior to that, it was Jesus didn't exist. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm re I remember Doctor, you are pointing to the sun. He was in the class. He pointed to the sun. He said, "There go Jesus right there," and everybody looked back, and everybody was like, "Where?" He was like the sun, right there. He said Jesus is the actual S U N sun, and Jesus never existed. Blah blah. He would go through that whole thing, and then you know, yeah. a month or two later, yeah. Jesus is real. So yeah. these are the kind of things that people, um, you know, got to deal with when dealing with the doctrine. Yeah, because it's it's inconsistent. Like, okay, right during that same time, this is in May of two thousand two. Um, they released the CD. Uh, you want to question me, and I taught you. And York says you don't decide to get saved. Dr. Malachi York did decide to become a Christian or to get saved. I was quite content in Egyptology. I knew what I was talking about, but when God chooses you, I don't care where you are, I don't no. care what you're doing. If God chooses you, something hits you like bam, then you hear yourself saying, Jesus is real. Yeah. And if you if you understand what I'm saying and the person standing next to you is is thinking this is some kind of a joke, you better get away from them. I'm yeah, that was the power. on land. This is what he's saying. This is on, on audio. Oh, I'm yeah, on land is, with now, keep, keep in mind, keep in mind. This is this is after the whole God series. This is after yep. this is after the Holy Tablets. This is after yep. the Black Book. This is after the ancient Egyptian order. Yep. Now check this out. Now check this out. So this is this is the this is Church of Caress, right? When yeah. he went into that, remember? Yep. That's what I was thinking. It's time for me to get out of there. He definitely wasn't talking to me. <laughs> hey, um, man, you know, now you know you were one of those people I'm talking about that was in the crowd. You stood up and boosted. <laughs> nah, son. Nah, he couldn't get me on that one. Yeah, I was definitely on something else. Nah. But hey, check, check, okay, check this out. This is this, this is the spin 
this is this is after all of that. This is the spin that was placed on that to justify all of that action. He said, and matter of fact, this is in a in a in a visitation. He said to go back and tell the people on the land at the meetings that the reason why he did that was to um was to drop people off because he he said he realized that there was a lot of Christians among us, the quote unquote us, and that in order to uh, get rid of them, he had to he had to drop them off where he found them. So he he gave an analogy of okay, I had to back the bus up so I can park it and open the door so people could get off, and then we could lighten our load to move to proceed and move forward. So that was the spin that was placed on there at, uh, the entire time. Now, now that spin sounds good, and the Wabians may repeat that repeat that spin, and, mm -hmm. and I don't think anything of it. But now, look at the bigger picture. Uh, look at the integrity or the credibility of someone that will, at, at the time he was saying Jesus is real, have people wholeheartedly believe in it, even those people living on the land, and then go up and switch up and say something like that afterwards. That speaks to somebody's integrity and credibility, where it's, it, there is no integrity and credibility for someone that uh, actually does that. So, so although it sounds good, that's, that you don't, you know, that's, that's just not something that uh, people need to applaud and uh, do. So I'm thinking he was knew he was getting locked up though. That's when he started doing all the changes. And right after that, he got locked up. I'm thinking he knew something was going down. Remember, he was kind of saying that. Remember that well, he was he was aware of that because um, even when I was in D.C., some of the uh, victims had come by the store and they were talking about, oh yeah, we got we're going to get him. He's going to get his. He even even some of the uh, emails is posted on the website that they sent talking about York and um, molesting um, this person, that person, and. You know, all, and I post this stuff because then people need to see this stuff. So, um, yeah, they were roaming around Georgia and wherever they went, New York, D.C., talking about, yeah, he's about to get his. And he was keenly aware of it. Yes, he knew about it. He knew his time was coming. Well, uh, well not only that, from the, from the perspective of, of, living, of being, being there, um, there were people who you, people have to understand that Dr. York has um, a lot of children and that um, – the the mothers of the children some some of the people that are involved with the case are you know his either his ex-wife ex-mate or mothers of some of the the children mm -hmm. and so there was there was a you know like a love hate relationship uh so to speak with these people where they would come they were friends with a lot of people cuz you got to remember a lot of these people grew up in the doctrine from ansar days all the way up until you know the um the time uh, of his arrest and everything like that. So this is all they know. So everybody, every every friend that they had was also a member of the organization. So e even if they left, which they did, all their friends were still involved and everything like that. So so they would stay in contact. So so the context of him knowing came by way of people who left and were accusing him of these things, still in contact with the sisters and and whoever else on the land, and word got back that way and then people even came up on the land and told them uh, um, uh, you know ahead of time because remember um, one of the people that involved with the case went to the uh, law enforcement a whole year prior to York's arrest so it was known for a whole year and and so a lot of a lot of information was coming about down the pipeline through that so by the time Dr. York is having these classes and he's mentioning that you know um, that they're going, you know, they're going to try to come and take the land, or if they should come, this, that, and the other. Uh, the Wapians look at it as Doctor being prophetic, 
you know, like 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 you know, some being incarnated in him and, and gave him foresight. No, it was it was the fact that information was was continually coming down the pipeline from from people who were still in contact with the next person and so on and so forth. That this you know this stuff is brewing up, brewing up, brewing up. So you know, it was nothing mystical about it whatsoever. You know, not at all. And in mm. fact, Dr. Yosei, he knew they were coming because he was told. He just didn't know how. He didn't. He didn't know how. He didn't know that he was going to be um, arrested when he went in, into Millersville and went shopping. And you know, he didn't know any details, but he knew they were. He knew they were coming because he was told. He was told they were coming. <laughs> I mean, not not the day of. I'm saying so. I don't want to make it seem like you know he was told yeah, yeah. the time and the moment. But you know, he was told that that you know that this stuff is brewing up and so on and so forth. You know. He basically brainwashed people to worship him. So anything yeah. he said was just like, oh my God, he's a prophet. He's this, he's. And well, see, and that's another part of the inconsistencies because you remember there's a bunch of there was a book called I Don't Claim to Be. It was an answer publication where he says I didn't claim to be a prophet. And he gives you multiple places where he says that I'm not a prophet. He talked about it in the Loud Phillips um, rebuttal book. He mentioned another book. I'm not a prophet. You know, on the uh, is God um, the devil? I'm sorry, is the mm -hmm. devil a man? He talks about I'm not a prophet. I see things happen. If it doesn't happen, I'm not a prophet. Then, in the Millennium book, you give he gives you page after page of events that took place or are going to take place. That he's saying that he prophesized it. Yeah. This is a yeah. another prophecy come true. So you can't have mm -hmm. it both ways. This is get right there again. It shows the inconsistency. But this. Shows... Go ahead. Oh no, yeah, but that that's yeah, like you just said, he wanted to have it both ways, man. Like, um, if it don't happen, I already told you I wasn't a prophet. If it do happen, see, I told you, I'm the master teacher. This, I'm it, like, he was a good con man. Like that dude. The he was a con man. He was a con man. Hey, Chuck, like, I got a question for you. I got a question for you real quick. Yeah. Um, um now, you know, in, in tonight's hangout, you know, the the Nuwapians are not represented here, right? right. We're 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 an ex Nuwapians and you know it, it could come off real easy, like you know, we're hating on the, the, the organization, hating on York and whatever the case is. So my question to you is, you know, are you do you plan and I, and I know you have the website, but do you plan on doing anything to allow Nuwapians to to question you directly or to actually have a voice and and uh, go you know uh, open open it up for them to uh, question you and you them and so on and so forth you know do you, do do you plan on doing that because um, you know it has to you know and and, and and you know to keep it balanced and keep it fair because you know like I said this can be interpreted as oh this is lopsided all they're doing is just you know whatever yeah yeah. Yeah, um, we just got a, um, a blog talk page set up, so it's going to become a matter of um, time and convenience on when I'm going to be able to um, set a date for when a show will be um, um, I'm live. And i am be happy to, um, any of the watching that, that may be watching or listening, you can come on board and then we can have a bill. I'm, I'm not going to cut you. Yeah, yeah, we you definitely do it. We get it. We do it on there. We do it on the on the Raw Squad platform too. Yeah, I'm know. see. My thing, and 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 let me make this point clear. It's not when I'm putting these questions to the Wapians. I'm I'm doing it in multiple facets. I'm not. I, well, first thing is I'm asking them questions that should they should be able to answer because York says there's nothing that a Wapian 
cannot answer. All they have to do is research. That's in right knowledge. That's in the right knowledge book. He's saying that. Um, I'm asking these questions, one, for the answers for the people to see wherever format they want to use it in. Hmm. Two, how, how astute are you in the teachings of York? Because when Mentor Hotep used to teach, he always would go through book, this book, that book. He would go page to page, book to book. Yeah. He didn't he didn't have any evidence outside of the book. Yeah. But yeah, he, was right. he would use he would use the books very well. He was very effective in that. He can go and take you apart within his doctrine. And he used to always say, You gotta keep them within the book. Once you go outside of the book, you know, you're on your own. <laughs> Bum was good at that too though. Bum was exactly. really good at doing that. Bum was good with that. And that's how York taught Try. He taught us that way. So um, with the website, with the with the website, I'm asking these questions, and I'm getting them also. If it reaches them, fine. There have been several New Orleans that I've talked to who sent me emails and saying, "Man, I finally, I'm glad you pointed out. I didn't realize this. I didn't." People are waking up to it, and that that's the beauty of it. I could have charged money on on the website, you know, charge this if you want to find out what's on it. But it, because I didn't want it to look like some kind of thing as where it's a money scheme like York would do. It's, it's for everybody. It's my money coming out of my pocket to yeah. keep that thing running. When they yeah. start attacking that site with viruses and all that, man, that stuff costs money to get these things uh, detected and removed. Mm. You know, and nobody, somebody's donating anything to me. I, no. I don't have um, sixty-one million dollars that they You ain't said. got that sixty-one million, man. Oh, come man. on, Chuck, man, oh. you really got that sixty-one million. Fans, fans didn't give me any money, so oh. I'm, I, so my my the, the other areas is. For people who may not even be familiar with it, this is like a, a preventive medicine for should they come in contact with the whole Nuwabian flamboyancy. Because whenever you see these brothers talking on the street, whenever they go to these little little venues, you always see how it's always this high energy. You know what I'm saying? And you're going like this. And because you're moving at such a rapid rate and it's like it's bewildering the person who's listening. And if you stop and say, wait a minute, let me ask you a question. Slow down. And if, I'm hoping that people will go to the site and then they can ask a question from one of the articles where you have mm. you have evidence to back up what you're saying and it eliminates a lot of the wiggle room that the Wapians are trying to slide out of. You I'm, know? I, I'm just trying to figure out how is the, 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 who the hell is keeping the New Wapians nowadays going? Because they dumb as rocks. They wasn't as sharp as we was. Oh, he's <laughs> You know, well, maybe, man, hold on, maybe, maybe, if, hold on, maybe the years of studying and understanding of references and resources has raised our game to the point where they sound dumb as hell, and maybe we always sounded dumb as hell when we was doing that shit. <laughs> Probably did. Probably did. You know? <laughs> hey, let me check this out. Where you at? Uh, um, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Where you at? You want a question? Hey, how's it going, man? Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, thanks for having me, man. Um, I know you're definitely not a Christian, and it's something you are against, but I do appreciate the invite. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm just um, um, just just was watching the show, man. Even though I, I dogmatically disagree with you, I hate uh, some of the things that you're teaching in regards to Christianity. I, I'm a huge fan of yours, Ankh, and I think uh, you're a lot of character. But all right, <clears throat> some of my questions would be... Um, um, just to be clear, because I don't want to misrepresent you, Hmm? Um, you say you're a black atheist. Basically, you believe in no God, right, whatsoever. Real black atheist. Okay, the real black atheist. Okay. Hmm? So, um, 
because I know there's certain people within the black conscious community that hold to, uh, wouldn't say the word God, but more or less like a higher power, like an impersonal energy. So I was just wondering if that's the view that you hold to as well. I hold to the view that everything is natural. I don't deal with the supernatural because we natural people. I, I keep it right there, real simple. That's okay. And you uh, you guys hold to evolution, right? Uh, natural um, uh, uh, evolutionary naturalism. I can't speak for everybody. I just I, I, I'm basically saying that it's natural forces on Earth. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Natural cosmic forces mm -hmm. <laughs> that that reside on Earth that transform that transform living organisms through the environment. I mean that's just so clear to me. I, Right. Yeah, I, I don't know why nobody don't get that. You had to ask Chuck and them. I mean, that's how I see it. Right, know? right. Because I, I, one of my questions was, um, you know, if, uh, because my, cause from my understanding, that which is impersonal cannot create that which is personal. So, you know, one, one of the things that I wrestle with in my mind is if we are brought here naturally, how can something impersonal uh you know, create uh, creatures which are personal beings. So it makes me wonder if if, if our source is really not just this import impersonal uh, natural force, but is actually a, a force or a being that is personal. So have you ever looked into that? I mean, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Impersonal, personal? That yeah. sounds like human attributes or something like that. Uh, hey, hey, Chuck, that's your dog. Yeah, yeah. Background. No, that's well, you kind of. Hold on, it's a house across. It's a house across. Hold on, let me let me mute myself. Go ahead. All right. Yeah. Um. The impersonal thing. That's all humans throwing that on that man. I mean, you know, you know, we all matter, man. At the end of the day, yo. You know, all, all the elements you find on the element chart, man. So you can make it whatever you want to make it, man. So you know, that's just a kind of a doctrine. You kind of impersonal, personal. You know, nature is nature, man, at the end of the day, brother. So I, you know, I don't know about being personal. I mean, hell, air is personal as hell. Take some air away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shoot. Man, you know, so, hey, it don't get no more natural than air, man. Yeah, that right. air, air is personal, right? Everybody needs air. Mm -hmm. It's air is everybody's best friend, the oxygen. Mm -hmm. Trust me with that. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't get off into the religious things, man. I kind of, yeah. you know, I kind of honor my ancestors, man. I worship my ancestors. Mm -hmm. You feel me? That's what I do. I get off into that. Now, and I know water. I rather worship water, fruit, vegetables. You know, things that I can, you know, tangible for life. That's me. That's right. just me. Well, go ahead, bro. So I, I guess I would say, um, and I do have a lot of respect, you know, for people who hold that position. As I was saying, like, you know, my father. Uh, he's he's Afro-Cuban, but he still uh, practices a uh, religion um, from the people of those times, which is a Santeria. So he practices the same stuff too. So you know, in the end of the day, though I have my differences, I love my peoples, and I'm gonna stand for my peoples uh, regardless of where they believe. You know, so um, I guess for me, you know, in, in, in my course, in, in my journey, it what makes me. Uh, I don't. I'm not too sure if you're familiar with the argument. Um, I believe it's called. Man, I'm trying to remember the name. I know how the argument goes. I'm trying to remember the name. Um, hey, can I ask you a question? Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I just, I, I'm just curious to ask you, since you you say you're a Christian. Sure. Go um, ahead. Do you do you hold to the concept of consubstantiality? Could you expound on that a bit? 
Well, consubstantiality is okay. Let me ask you a different way. Um, do you believe that God is outside of God's own creation, or do you believe that creation and God are one? I believe God is transcendental. He uh, exists um, outside of His creation. Though there there are schools of thought within Christianity that some people uh, believe, you know that uh, you know. Uh, he is a type of energy that that exists, and that his energies are manifested into the world and not. But I believe he created out of nothing, ex nihilo. So, uh, so no, I believe he's uh, transient. So he transcendental. So he's so so God is God, and then whatever God create creates or has created is is separate from from God. Just trying to get that clarity from you. Is that what you believe? Uh, you can say that. Okay. Well, the, okay, I appreciate that. The reason why I ask you that is because the question that you asked, Unc, um, it's gonna the 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 concepts are gonna be far different than you know, and I don't know if you understand from a perspective of what Unc just said, and even a lot of um, African perspective when he said that you know everything is everything, everything is natural. That's 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 basically I believe the as above, so below uh, type of concept, right? I mean that's you know that's one of the that's one of the way people ex express it. Some people say everything is everything. Some people say as above so below, as below so above, and and so on and so forth. But a lot of people, uh, some people are familiar with the word consubstantiality, which is which which is means of the same substance. And there was an argument between this you know the relationship between God the Father and God the Son Jesus, whether they were of the same substance or not. That's where the word comes from. Right, like the Council of Nicaea, I believe uh, they yeah. might have uh, talked about that. Yeah, but but I was asking you asking you that because if you believe that God is separate from uh, creation and that's what you hold to, then you're you're gonna have a hard time understanding the African perspective of everything being everything and how God, or when you ask for a higher power, even though they don't use the word God, how this this infinite and eternal substance uh, evolves. There's a word evolution evolves and become the things in and as the world itself. And there's no separation. So, so if so, based on your belief and stance, I don't think that you can probably conceptualize what the answer is that you even ask um, the question about. If you follow what I'm saying. Well, well, I'm definitely open to learning, man. And and you know, I, not to take over you guys' hangouts. You brothers can continue what you're talking about. Maybe from time to time, I can chime in and ask some questions related to that. Unless you guys want to continue talking about this and whatnot, but I'm I open to you, learning. I tell you, what's funny, right? Uh, does anything exist before God in the Christian doctrine? Yes or no? Uh, uh, no. Uh, prior to creation, only God Himself existed. So, so you agree that nothing comes before God, right? Yes. Uh, before okay. God. Uh, okay. Uh, yes, I'm sorry. Before okay. creation, it was only God. Yeah. All right. Okay. So none before God. Does anything come after God? Um, that which He created. Yes. Okay. So, so nothing comes before God, but something comes before God, right? Uh. And God always was and always will be, correct? Yes, I believe he's eternal, yes. So then, so then if that's the truth and that's the case in point, right? What did God use, watch this, to make God's creation if nothing comes before God? Because what you're saying is there's none but God. So then what did God use to create when he was created? That's a, that's a good question. And um, 
God can help. Sure, if you want, go ahead and shoot for it. God can only use God. None but God. So anything that God's make, that God make, is just an expression, an aspect of a little pot off, a piece of crumb. It's like taking a piece of paper, right? And this piece of paper is God. And you, uh, you take the pieces and, uh, uh, and you're looking at it, right? You're looking at all these pieces of paper, right? Guess what you got? You got the little piece of paper, the same thing. No more than walking to an ocean and taking a cup of water and walking away from the ocean. You look in the cup, you still got ocean. So this is the African perspective of being natural in the cosmos. That's why everything is interrelated. And evolution absolutely explains this. That's why we wear the symbol right here. Symbol of evolution. This is an African understanding that will later on become a, 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 a scientific explanation on why things on planet Earth are interrelated, why living organisms are interrelated and change over time. But the Nile Valley Africans already understood that. This is the, this is basic 101. As a matter of fact, the majority of African cultures uh, basically dealt with uh, evolution. You can go into West African cultures and look at the Dinkra symbols. You'll see that, uh, that circle dealing with evolution. Right? They always dealt with evolution and transformation. So this is an African idea. You have to look at the Christians and figure out what the hell was they talking about. You feel me? But that's later on. That's later on. That's their doctrine. And even Christianity tries to do the same thing of evolution, and they will say that Jesus Christ represents evolution because Jesus Christ died on the cross. Am I correct in that? Right, so, okay, uh, so can I ask you a question? Do you on, believe watch this. If Jesus died on the cross and came back again, he just did what? He transformed and evolved back again, right? Mm -hmm. See, um, I, I I see what you're saying, but I would I would disagree on the t uh, on the terms. Um, so my I guess my question um uh, my question to you is this: so there was a uh, so do you kind of hold like the Big Bang theory like um before there was um hey but hold on I, I'm, I, 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 I'm sorry go ahead pause you real quick I I would like to hear your answer to that question if 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 there's nothing prior to God and yet Exist creation comes after God, and God is eternal, and he, he, as you say, he's eternal. Then I want to see, I want to know what your answer is to the question of where did God get the the things to to create in the first place? If only God existed at first, and there's nothing before Him, so where did these other things come from? If they're not of Himself, uh, uh, you know, of God Himself, I want to know the answer to that. Right, right. Um, that that's a good question. Um, yeah, it's called checkmate. That's yes, called. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think you, I think what you, you may be holding to is a is a sort of pantheism, which basically is that like you were saying, like you know, one is all, all is one. Is that accurate? Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. Not 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 what I accept. I'm asking you for your answer to the question right. because you. No, no. I'm gonna answer. It. I'm just want to make sure. You know, or at least I guess I'll just ask Aunt since he was the one who made the statement, and pantheism, I'll answer the question too. Yes, pantheism is really soft atheism. It absolutely is. That they're saying there's nothing outside of the natural world. That's all atheists are saying, right? Real black atheists are clearly saying, right, that that there is nothing that is unnatural. There is nothing that you can verify to prove that it is some supernatural force. 
Mm. All right, so uh, so let me ask you, let me ask you this question, right? Mm -hmm. um, do you believe? The, 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 yeah, answer, answer. No, no, I am. And, and, um, that's why I'm asking if you believe that the universe is uh, infinitely old. Wait, let me ask you this. Does, why? Yeah, just real quick. Why? Why does Unk's view affect your answer to a question directed to you? So, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna ask you because this is my question now. I'm gonna ask you the question. Uh, if God According to you, God, there's nothing before God in terms of uh, in terms of chronology, in terms of uh, time and everything. God is a priori. Mm -hmm. so then all of a sudden, boom! There is there is creation, and we see the results of creation, and we see it today and everything like that. So I'm asking you, if there's nothing before God, and then there is only God at one point in time, and then all of a sudden there's creation for a duration of time. Then where did God get the substance or the things or or whatever in order to to uh, come up in order to bring creation about? Where mm -hmm. where where did the substance? Yeah yeah I'm trying to answer that question right now. Um yeah so the the, the point I was trying to uh, that's why I was trying to ask you guys is if you think the universe is infinitely old. But the, but that's I'm I'm having a hard time understanding why you have to ask us for me. Uh, that yeah, it's important to the um. It's important to what Uncle was saying about pantheism. That that's why I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying to address the the claim of pantheism. That, right. Say you don't know. Just say you don't know. No, I'm not saying I don't know. I'm saying if because here, all right, I'll just make the point that I'm that I'm trying to say. Hmm. Well, um, well, if you well believe, instead of making the point, I, I would I would. Respect bro, I'm trying to answer the question, man. Okay. I'm trying to answer the question. All right. All right. If you if you believe that, and this is in regards to the claim of pantheism, if you believe that the universe um uh, is infinitely um is not infinitely old, I mean the thing is science shows that the universe has a beginning, right? The universe has a beginning. It's not infinitely old. So if God is uh, is the universe, um and the universe is is created, then you know how did that which uh, didn't exist bring itself into creation? So we have to go um, prior to the matter and the gas and all of these elements and see how did these things come into being? Uh, because science. Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen point five billion years, right? That's what you're talking about, correct? Well, I know, I know that's the a philosophy and evolution that you add more time, but um, you know. No, I'm just simply saying that they they mark the question. What you're basically trying to say is, does, does the universe have a date? And I'm saying this present okay. universe, based off of the uh, W map mm -hmm. and the Kobe map, right? The Kobe, mm -hmm. and, and, and dealing with the uh, uh, the cosmic uh, background radiation, right? And they measure that in Kelvin, and I'll do a show to explain that, right? Based off of that, what they know, that is 13 billion years old. Mm -hmm. But that's not the beginning of anything. That's this universe. They, they, no one has ever said there wasn't multiverses. They've never said that. They say right. this particular section of time measures out at 13 billion years. Right. But the thing no is scientists would ever say that there's not anything past that or, or, or if they're multiverses. They're not saying that at all. Right, they're the simply saying that this particular junction measures out at 13 uh, billion years and they don't claim to know Every damn thing. They don't claim to know what's beyond that. Not at all. But you, the Christian, you're supposed to know that. Because you made the statement clearly. You said that, that there is nothing before God. Right. right? 
and God is separate from his creation. So the question was simply asked, then what did God use in his creation? And you haven't answered that yet. No, I, I um, yes, I have answered. Um, also, for the, the claim that you made with the multiverse, you know that there is, you know, you and me both know there's no uh, evidence for the multiverse. It's just purely a theory. Um, yes. yes, but but see, here we go again. Um, uh, you got to ask the question, and then right. we can talk about what a theory is. Yeah. I'm saying that the, the reason why I believe that uh, mm -hmm. it was God is because we see that the universe was created. Now we look at all the things in the universe that which that which is um, that which is created. So and we know that it had a beginning. It. Now I'm gonna let you off the hook. Mm -hmm. Can't let you off the hook. Right. Just say you don't have an answer for that. No, I'm saying that we know the universe had a beginning. No, we're talking about what did God use? Right. Right. <laughs> if yeah, not himself, what else did he use? Yeah, I said I, I said my position earlier was ex nihilo, which is the orthodox Christian position, which means he created something out of nothing. So that's crazy. Because something he, from he nothing. Outside of creation. <laughs> there is how you gonna right. no, 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 why would no, God no, have no. to do that when God got himself? Wait, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up. I, I need, okay, hold up, because now see, see, now this, now some people may think this is off topic from, really from Nuwapianism and all this type of stuff. Now, now people won't get a, a taste of, of what Nuwapians used to do. <laughs> so let me just uh, say this. All right. You said uh, ex nihilio, which is, as you said, something from nothing, as you define it. Now, let me ask you this question. Is God, um, uh, omnipresent. Is he everywhere at all times? Got him. Yes, he is. How? Okay, now, okay, wait a minute. Now, at one point in, in a space of where is does nothing exist if God is everywhere? Are you calling God nothing? Mm. I believe uh, God is transient. He's a transcendental being. Okay, now, now for the for the for the for clarification, uh, please define transcendent transcendent. Right. Um. That basically he transcends his creation. He. Um. He's. I mean. I don't know how else. To, I mean. I could pull up. A, let me pull up a synonym or something right quick. Um, no, because you you usually when people say uh uh transcendent or tran transient and things. You know, it's another word for permeate. Are you saying God permeates through uh creation? Uh, is he a part of? Yeah, well, uh, tran transcendental here it says uh, of relating to a spiritual or non-physical realm. So yes, I, I believe God exists outside of the physical realm. Okay, now, okay, so now we're talking about a realm and a non-physical realm. So, mm -hmm. so now you said now is 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 God nothing? Let me just get an answer for that. It, it, do you feel that God is nothing? I wouldn't use the term nothing. I, as I was said, I believe He's transient. The Bible says He's spirit. You can say He's spirit. Okay. But um, all right. So all right. So so God is spirit. Right. Okay. Now let me ask you: Is spirit nothing? It's not a physical substance, no. Okay, but now you said God is everywhere, and, mm -hmm. and you said God is spirit. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you this: So now let now let's let's use the terms you're using. Mm -hmm. In order for and God is everywhere. Now you mm -hmm. said God creates ex nihilio, which means He creates out of nothing. Mm -hmm. So. Does nothing exist within God? <laughs> Does nothing exist within God? I mean, I, I... <laughs> okay. In, in, in other words, okay. In other words, you said you you said God is spirit. 
I'm saying, is there, is there any place in existence where God is not? Mm -hmm. And you said no because you said he's everywhere. Actually, if, if he's um, um, omnipresent, you said yes. So, right. so that means God's spirit is every single where. There is no pocket in existence where there is absolutely nothing. So, like, so does that mean that um, by that logic that I can say uh, my computer is God, like my laptop is God, or no, 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 no. Follow, follow, follow the the logic because I'm 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 feeding off of what you're giving me. Like I'm right. I'm eating your food. So okay. you said God is everywhere. You said God creates ex nihilio, which means He creates out of nothing. So I'm I'm trying to get a proper uh, definition of nothing from you based on your understanding. So if God is everywhere, then your idea of, of him creating out of nothing, mm -hmm. he falls back to God using his own substance, which is spirit, in order to create. Because you said God is non-physical. So in order for God to create something, if God is everywhere, then, then God's creation has to also come from his own substance. Because because you just said God is everywhere. So so when you say He creates out of nothing, where in existence can God create from from some place that He is He Himself is not? Do you mm -hmm. understand the logic there? Right. I, I'm saying, what do you what do you mean by substance? What particular substance will God had to be made from in order to uh, create? No, those? I didn't. No, I I didn't say God was made because we already established that God is eternal. And he no, not I'm not saying. I'm sorry if I said that I, I misspoke. I mean, what type of sus? What type of sus? What what substance? I'm not saying that he was created, but what 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 is the makeup? What is his substance that he would have to have in order to actualize a world to to create a world? According to you, spirit. Because you said God is spirit. Right. So I'm saying that God. A, God is an unembodied mind. Like he he. Um, He's not. He's not physical. I, when he, I mean, in the person of, of Jesus Christ, yes, but. Um, Hello. Huh? huh? Hold, on. I mean, hold on. Hold on. Well, and we're talking about like um, the, the the creation period, so okay, I don't want to get into that. that but right, he, right. but God is God is. Uh, you could say uh, an body mind. He is spirit. Yes. Okay. So so then, then, then right, I'm, I'm gonna slow it down a little bit more. If God is spirit, not if since God is spirit and mm -hmm. God is everywhere then the statement of God creates out of nothing is really a misnomer because God is actually, he must use a portion of his own spirit in order to bring about something. Why? Because he is everywhere. Mm -hmm. So, okay, in, in other words, when God creates, where does he put this creation that's outside of himself when, when you already said God is everywhere? Where, where is he going to put it that he's not? And 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 where is he going to get it from if he's already everywhere? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. Could you re re rephrase that uh, that that last question that you said right now? I don't understand. You right. said. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let's do this. I'm sorry. Let's I'm do sorry this. Hearing this noise. Yeah, I I clearly understand what he's trying to say. If God is everywhere at all times, right? Mm-hmm. And there's nowhere that God is not. You get that? But yet you claim God created from nothing. Well, where the hell is nothing? Where is no thing at? There can't be no such thing as no thing because God is everything. You get that? So here's an even better question you can't answer that. Watch this. Mm -hmm. Right? Can God do everything? Is God all powerful? Mm -hmm. um, Seriously. Well, I 
I, I would like to address the earlier question, but this, I guess your, your second question, your second question. Now, I think if you're trying to bring the, the um, if God can commit logical con uh, contradictions, I disagree. I don't believe God. No, I'm not gonna say that. I want to say, okay. can God do everything? Is God all powerful? I wanna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna bid my farewell. I'm sorry to interrupt you real quick. I just want to say, uh, peace to the panel, peace to the caller, mm -hmm. um, brother. I enjoyed the um, conversation, and uh, Chuck, I look forward to. Um, your blog talk that you mentioned um, to have dialogue, open dialogue with, uh, uh, you know, other Nawabians, you know, give them a chance to answer and, and be able to, to uh, you know, um, get the things that I've been seeing on Facebook, get it off their chest to be able to ask questions so that we can have a similar dialogue we have with, with the Christian brother with uh, Nawabians to address the logic, the logic flow, mm -hmm. things like that. But I got, I got to get, I got to get going. So, uh, uh, okay. I'll send, send those numbers to you. Hotep, uh, uh, Unk, Smash, and everybody else on the panel, I'm missing out some names. Ujo, yeah. send them numbers to me too, man, so I can send that break. All right, I got you. All right. All right. All right. Um, Hotep. All right. Black African Power. So listen, I just want to finish off with this, right? And then we can finish off with Chuck. I'm simply saying, to the Christian, God is all powerful. Am I correct? Yes. Yes. So, and can do everything, correct? Not necessarily by his nature, since he's perfectly holy, he cannot lie. He cannot contradict. Uh, okay, so then, so then, and that being said, right? Can God make a rock that God can't lift? Yeah, uh, that that that's I actually that's why I told you earlier. Um, he cannot commit any logical contradictions. Um, so I disagree with that. If he, and here's the reason why. If God could, if God could commit a logical contradiction, then we wouldn't have a problem with it because it would be something He could do. Uh, but He answer. can't. But He can't commit a logical contradiction. So he can't make a rock that He can't lift. So then God ain't all no. strong. That's <laughs> funny. Chuck. Sure. Yeah. You but thanks for having me, uh, uh, Unc, man. Yeah. It, it was great to meet you, man. Yeah, I man. We get, we'll get it in. All right, man. Go ahead. All right. Peace. Like I have Peace. Go ahead, Chuck. Close that out for us. Okay, in closing, again, like I said earlier, um, the Nawapianism.com website is up there for anyone who wants to access it to look at some of the questions. If they, Nawapians who are in opposition to what is on the site, if they feel that I am in error or any of the information is not accurate, please feel free to submit a rebuttal, uh, be it um, in writing, uh, email, text, or if you want to articulate it in some future forums like the blog talk, I'll be happy to entertain them because um, I stand by the information. There's more than enough sources for you to go and check it out. And maybe this in the future, after we have this uh, dialogue, maybe we can um, put to rest some of these uh, allegations that uh, I hate Dr. York or, or that um, you know, what I'm, putting, I'm helping to put out there is in some way um, a fallacy because to date, to this date, none of the Nawapians have went and took a question and broke it down in refute. And that's what I'm waiting for. I look forward to any type of dialogue. I love debate. I've been doing this since uh, 1990. Hmm. And I've been doing it pretty effectively. And, uh, you know, even with the tapes, you you, you can attest to this. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I, I, take, I like to take people apart when it comes to uh, misinformation. Mm -hmm. and so yep. now it's being applied to York. Yep. So 
by all means, if you feel you got what it takes and that Wuluapu is the thing, then by all means, bring it. Bring it. But see, at the same time, at the same time, I'm not gonna. I don't. I don't go into this whole sensationalism where you see um, shows like uh, Sonetta's, where you have people going and almost like a professional wrestling event. My thing is, if you ever want to have a debate in person, I mean, there should be a moderator. Yeah. You know, someone that's not biased, and two individuals articulating a position, bringing forth those, those, uh, the evidence and the facts to support that position, and then let the people walk away with that evidence and they decide. Um, I don't need a cheerleading section. I don't need an audience. I don't need that stuff. You want to have a debate, have it professionally. And if, if that be the case, then feel free to um, uh, pay for my logging, my, my plane, my round trip fare, and any other expenses, expenses that I may need to get me up out of Hawaii and come to New York as a place. Because mm, mm, mm. a lot of you all say, won't you come to New York? I don't need to come to New York. That's why I right. say that even with the debate forum, you have time to sit in the comfort of your home. You can type up. You can access all the information you feel that supports you and present it. If you're in on a stage, you're not going to have that luxury. You know, I give people time. Here, I throw a question up, and I wait for it. Naturally, <laughs> no one responds. So it becomes almost trivial, but I'm putting this stuff out there for people so that they can uh, take it and do what they want with it. They want to share it. If they want to just hold on to it, it all depends on them. It all depends on how you see for how how you see fit. Yeah, Chuck, man, I totally agree with you, man. I appreciate your hard work in that, man. I, I appreciate just the, I appreciate the guy dad going taste the more better show. <laughs> and you have, that's what really got me going. What I have all the originals, but I I don't have um I don't have any of the uh, the covers. Oh, I like to see some of the old covers. Man, I got I got well, I got the the, the tapes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I go get them, boy. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was it was fun doing those shows. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on? Oh, what's up, man? Yeah, I think you need to do more of these, man, because uh a lot of people do think that you know that we hate dark now. But, you know, a lot of stuff y'all were saying, I couldn't really say anything because I was driving, so I had right. to stop. But um, a lot of people think, you know, like when he was talking about the beard and he think his beard black and all this other stuff. I remember all that stuff. I remember being in them classes. I was sitting there laughing. I'm like, man, yeah. I can't believe we believed a lot of stuff. I think what it was, we was being overloaded with books. He had so many books coming out that you was like, I got to read this book. I got to read this book. Yeah. Once the book stopped coming out, then we was like, well, okay. Because I was thinking, I always think to myself, what if you didn't get locked up? By now, we would have been probably grumbling about stuff. We keep moving from place to place because I remember when he went into uh, starting to be a preacher. I said, well, maybe he's doing this because of the, you know, the Catholics got away with molesting kids. Maybe he's trying to run under that umbrella. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, so I was thinking when he went into the Christian stuff, I'm like, come on. Because I remember at the last ball, I was taking his picture. And I said, say cheese. And he said, no, say Jesus. I said, oh, my God. Said, in my mind, I said, what do you mean, say Jesus? I was like, man, come on. In my mind, you know, I didn't say it to him, but I was like, say Jesus. Say Jesus. Come on, man. I, I tell you <laughs> what you do, though. I think we sit in all of us, right? It's been in that school of thought, been in that call. Yo, I think we sit in the best position to really teach the people because you can't yeah. trick us. Yeah, oh, that's, that's what I said. Yeah. You can't get us. 
We was definitely yeah. around the best pseudo ever. Trust me mm-hmm. when I tell you that. We, <laughs> yeah. we, we qualified for this thing right here. You know, people see me banging on pseudo Wesleyan's Phil Valentine, Delbert Blaze, and all that, Bobby Hammonds. Man, because they ain't have shit on y'all. You know, yeah. like, Young Pharaoh, man, he's nothing. You, you get my point? Like, you put one hand like this, don't need no books, and be Pharaoh all the way down. Like, he's not even prepared for the conversation. You, you feel me? So, yo, we've yeah. been that, man. I promise you, we've seen the best that ever did. Chuck, I tell you. Feel me when I tell Trust me when I tell you that, man. Come, when it comes to putting together that information, that truth and falsehood, that pseudoisms, don't nobody have them beat on that. And I know y'all agree with me on that. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. We had that luxury, and so now it's now it's our turn and our job to continue to teach the babies, man, and do it right. And teach yeah. them, and that's why what you do, Chuck, is so damn important, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I just had no idea that, that was Chuck. <laughs> Better show. Had no idea. That's just funny to me, man. But oh, those are those funny tapes, yeah. You know what's funny too? You know what's funny too? I remember like you were saying about your beard and you was dying it gray and all that stuff trying to make it look like Doc. Everybody was trying to look like Doc. Everybody yeah. was trying to look Everybody. like him. Everybody had their yeah. beard like him. Everybody had their mustache uh, like him. Everybody they tried to have a little uh little uh, uh what the, it, yeah. tail in the back too. Yeah, yeah, remember? Right, yeah. Doing that and they wanted to walk like him and talk yeah. like him. Cause they know that that way you can get all the women if you look like Doc and act like Doc. Oh, you can get all the girls. Uh, <laughs> I ain't never go that far. I ain't never go that far. <laughs> yeah, well, a lot of brothers, a lot of brothers, a lot of brothers went that far. I ain't going that far. Well, you know, a lot of brothers had a lot of mates. They were trying to go that route, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, the thing is, is that once he, he, you know, you know what really pushed me over the edge? Because for a long time, I was like. I was making up all kinds of excuses. Well, maybe he would just mess with young girls. And then, then when, when Issa wrote his letter, and then when Bun daughter um, Husna, when yeah. she said it, I was like, that's it. He, yeah, this is bullshit. Yeah, man. Had, once yeah, once yeah. he said that, I said, okay, come on now. Come on. Everybody can't be lying. You know, yeah. not, now I feel so stupid because I was making up all kinds of excuses. Man, I was like, oh, uh, man, you know, you know, sure. young girls, you know, he could, you know, you know, these girls are putting themselves on him. And then they said, when Issa wrote that letter, yeah. and Bun's daughter came out, I said, "That's it." I said, yeah. "Nah, this is bullshit." Now, he, yeah, he did this yeah. stuff, you know. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh man." Yeah. yeah, man. That's hey, yo. It is what it is, man. You want to say something, Clint? Yes, sir. Go ahead, bro. I want to get the uh, the what the being fact. Uh, you want to debate? They want to debate whoever feels as though that that's looking. Whether Phillips go the doctrine is wrong, it weren't the date, but Phillips so that way. I want you to set that up. They called me when I didn't even work. Set it up. Set it up. We can set that up, Clarence. Okay. Okay. Let me ask you this, Clarence. How long you been uh, a new Um, I've been a Wabi for uh, almost 17 years. <laughs> there you go, Chuck. We got that. Anytime. You, when, so when you gonna be prepared? We could do this. We could set this up. I'll definitely be impartial. You just put it on the clock, and nobody won't stop you. So what part of the document do you want to debate? 
Who you asking me or Chuck? I'm talking to you, uh, uh, Clarence, right now. What part of the doctrine do you want to debate? Oh, no, I'm not debating. <laughs> no, bro. I'm not no I be no more, bro. <laughs> oh, you gave up. It sounded like you were saying that, didn't it? Oh, you no. debate against the new weapon. Now, I yeah. think that uh, there's, okay, there's a, um, a, a pro Nawapian site called Nawapian Facts. And um, they've been around for a few years and they have a bunch of stuff that's on their site. And I think the brother who, who operates it is a little upset with um, my site and some of the things that's being said. And he doesn't want to come to the Nawapian debate forum. So he's um, saying that he would like to do one of these type of formats to where he can debate. And I'm saying to uh, the brother here, right, talk to him, set it up. Yeah, because uh, they called me about a week ago. You know, I was with, I was with New Abbey and Facts for two and a half years working on, well, studying the case for Dr. York. I was, uh, I was uh, actually one of the regulars on that show for about two and a half years so um but i didn't i didn't look look at it from the other side of things for him being guilty so i represented him for two and a half years and then i started seeing consistencies and everything so i haven't talked to this brother in a, in a while and he called me up last week because he heard the show that me and would uh well i was on there i was on the show with garfield when garfield did the four-part series on dr york's case and he had finally heard that. And he had called me, uh, yelling at me about I turned my back on Doc. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I said, "Well, okay." Well, I said, "Basically, he's a kind artist, and everything. I let him know my feelings towards him." And then he wanted to challenge. He wanted to challenge Wujawu, and uh, to clear things up, clear his name. So I said, "Okay, I'll try to make that happen for you." He needs, he's one of the forum. And it's just that, and that and that's one of the points that was made that uh, how is he going to try to clear up York's name when York right. wouldn't even clear his own name up when he had right. the opportunity to stand <laughs> on the witness stand and debate? Now, I mean, hold on. Now York was supposed to be notorious for for being able to debate someone, and he was so so sharp as everybody likes to say, but mm -hmm. he didn't want to debate um, uh, the prosecutor, the brother. He refused to get on the stand and and speak on his own behalf in his own defense because nobody can defend themselves better than Dr. York. That's right. So Dr. York passed it on. He didn't want to stand up there, and there's a good reason for that. Oh, yeah. So I don't see how he can do it, but if he feels he got that, that kind of courage, then bring it on. Wait, well, well, you've seen his site. You've seen the Nawabian Fact site. Matter of fact, I even put a, one of the questions from the site um, – on my site, showing that what they wrote was a fallacy, but they never issued any kind of rebuttal to it. Well, guess what? When I first told them about your site, right? Um, this was during the time I was a regular on the show, and I had went across your site, and I mm -hmm. and I ran him because he claimed to be like he knew all the information that Dr. York put out. So I gave him your site to look at, and I and I pulled and I gave him a question from your site, and he said, "What?" He asked me, well, what site is this? I said, well, here, check it out. Go check it out and get back. He never got back. <laughs> yeah. 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 And even and even um, just like when the brother um, Farouk Thomas had asked the question on um, the validity and the accuracy of what's on um, the Nawapian site that 
I'm, I'm privileged to put up. I mean, even Adrian Patrick attested to the fact that the, the uh, trial notes that we use that's being presented there is accurate because this is what the Wapians took down. Right. Not X. This is what they took down, and we're using that. So all the all the deceptions and all the mysteries of what was said during the trial is now are out there, and it the door has not been closed since. And if he feels he can, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, leave the lights on for him. Yeah, <laughs> 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 you know I'm saying. Miles, we good at that, man. It's the age of the damn internet, man. We can set that up anytime you want, man. Yeah. Put them yeah. on the clock. No, no interruptions, man. Come on, mm -hmm. let's just get in. Cause, uh, cause the truth of the matter is, man. You know, actually, Wapians ain't nobody disgruntled. You feel me? I ain't tripping. I'm no. just, I, you know, I'm just. Uh, I don't want things to happen like happened to those babies, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, I don't want things that like happened to that sister in Baltimore. Well, she was trying to quote the solvent citizen of the Moorish doctrine, and later on she gets her brains blown out in her yeah. house because she she wasn't all there. She 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 she's rolling off the information, and I say this all the time, man. And Chuck attested this, man. As teachers, man, given all it means, you know, Chuck. Mm -hmm. If your character ain't right, yo, you can take advantage of goddamn people. Yeah, man. Seriously. Yeah. You know, because people we're vulnerable. Right? Mm -hmm. Fractured consciousness. And we're listening. We're trying to get the truth. Because that's the only way you can take advantage of that shit like that. Mm -hmm. Is to go through the transcontinental kidnapping trade and come on the other damn side, go through uh, uh, Jim Crow, go through civil rights movements, you know what I'm saying? Go through getting shot down on the streets and then have somebody speaking intelligent, right, come mm -hmm. to you with some answers. But right. their characters fucked up and they take advantage of you. Right. See, that's what I fight for. That let no child, let no man, no woman, right, be subjected to the pseudoisms. Because yeah. pseudoisms does absolutely nothing for the community and is dangerous and it, and, it, and it creates cults. Like the cult of Scientology. Look, look, how many of us is caught up in that? Because we don't use the scientific method to look and, and, and to check out information. We don't scrutinize sources. In fact, we just listen to shit because it sounds good. And for those who are the best speakers and the most creative in the way they speak, right, they get the most people. Look at the pseudos. Look at their goddamn views. You feel me? Look at the Bobby Hemming videos, the Phil Valentine videos. Look at goddamn Pharaoh. He ain't been rocking barely a year after, after taking a beating on Sardinia. I beat him. I beat him from pillar to post. We on 125th, we beat him unmercifully. So it's something about us that just wants to be religious and hold on. Cause see, it's hard work to actually sit down and put up a site like Chuck did. With all the references already. You can tell that was dedicated work. Yeah. It's easy just to memorize some shit and spit it out. That's easy. Mm -hmm. Right? That's easy work. But it's hard to do what he's doing. It's hard to do what we do. Spend hours in books where now I got to wear glasses. <laughs> you, you feel me? Yeah. Get up my damn sight. That's hard work, man. To be ready for any question at any time. And then be mad enough to say, you know what? I don't know that. Let me check that out. Well, well that, that was one of your things. He always, he always said, uh, if you don't know something, say you don't know. But 
like always, New Orleans did the opposite and made things up. Yeah. Amen. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, hey, yeah. there's a reason why we do. Go ahead, Chuck. Yeah, I got to get ready to make a run. But um, this is real informative. It was good. It was. I think, uh, I think we made some progress tonight. Maybe I think build, we did. Build, build a little bridge over to, you know, some New Wapians, and maybe we can uh, have um, a dialogue on, on more civil terms, I think. Yeah. 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 I, you, I, yeah. I, yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead, Chuck. And I think that, that that is good. I mean, anytime we can make some kind of progress from, um, you know, preconceived ideas that it was all hate and, and malicious slander, yeah, it's far, far from it. It's just uh, here's, these are the facts. This is the issue. Here's the evidence. Do what you want with it. Like I like to say, like you said, I'm using a goddamn skill set I learned in Iwapo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm just switching it over and putting it towards you now. Yeah. Don't hate on me. But look, man, I appreciate everybody that came through. Chuck, we're going to have to do this again real soon. Man. Oh, absolutely, you know? brother. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. I appreciate everyone that's coming out, listening, watching. There's a whole bunch of people. My, my phone is blowing up all kinds of questions. I can't. Because there was a lot of questions and a lot of things that people wanted to ask that, um, you know, we just didn't get around to it. So maybe we can do it again. And um, you know we can pull some of these questions up, and uh, maybe even have them. Yeah, ask. we can do it again. Maybe our time next week, man. We can we can run that again, man. I like. Yeah, it we'll see. Week. You know, because I'm a six hour time difference with y'all. It's eight o'clock. It was eight twenty right now. So. Still early night, in the morning. Nighttime, yeah. Nighttime. So, eight 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 thirty p.m. Yeah, we're running again. You hit me up, man. Let me know we're gonna run this again, man. I really appreciate that, man. Absolutely. Like I said, it was very informative. To get, I think we kind of gave an inside insight onto what was really going on and how the doctrine was kind of formulated. Today. I think that yeah. was very positive. Yeah. Uh, and 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 we gave sources and references to back it up, man. Look, oh, I appreciate yeah. everybody for coming through. All right, man. Appreciate y'all support. Appreciate all, right, all the families, the Magi's, <laughs> the Voices of Fire. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? The NBK, uh, I'm Ross Squad, Next Generation, Dagger Squad, man. Y'all know what it is, man. Uh, Massey Warrior Clan. Uh, we're going to keep doing what we got to do because we got to do what we got to do, man. I'm a Ross Squad up. Hey, Ross Squad up.